Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. What is up, Star Wars fans? They're only legends. Back at it again, another episode. This week, we get into George Lucas's ideas for his sequel trilogy, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special cast, as well as more, including giving our opinions on whether or not the original trilogy should be remade. You might want to stick around for that one. But before we get into it, question, are you following us on Instagram? By now you should, but if you aren't, go ahead, give us a follow at OnlyLegendsPod. We are dropping daily content such as memes, trivia, facts, comic strips, and general show information. And if you want to get a hold of us, if you want to talk to us, send us an email. They'reOnlyLegends at gmail.com. We will take your questions, comments, suggestions, corrections, all that good nonsense, and we will give you a shout out on the show if you want to. Just make sure to tell us where you're from and what your name is so we know who we're talking to. Unless you want us to keep it anonymous, and we'll do that too. One last thing, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do us a huge favor and go down there at the bottom of the screen, review us, rate us. We would love you forever. Hit us with that five star, whisper some sweet nothings. I believe I say that later in the up. We would love you forever if you do that. Now, let's go. Far away with a Jedi and a sit and a smuggler's pay. We are two and Yoda, three PO and Leia, look Vader and later, Kylo fit parade. Don't tell me the eyes when I place on my bed. Who got the Chewbacca? There's no need to fret. Thrusters are pounded in the court and it's and it's off with the heads like the name Jango Fett. I've seen these movies like 500 times. I'm solo shot first, ain't no change in my mind. One with the force and the force is with me, so of course we'll see even if I go blind. Come on this journey of trials and lessons, get lost in this wonder in a matter of seconds. Let's jump to light speed and tear through the heavens. Enjoy every minute, cause they're only legends. So you can do your bringing us in however you want to, however you feel you need to. Are we ready? Um, I we're we're rolling. Just anytime you want to, anytime you want to bring us in. If you if you stumble and want to restart, we'll fucking we'll run it back. I don't fucking care. Whatever you want to do. This my guy. dude don't stumble, man. Welcome to episode six, everybody. We are here. They're only legends. I'm Spencer Gaprowski. I'm gonna pass over to my boy. Yeah, yeah. It's Tyler Gray. You know who it is. We've done this before. Let's go. Episode six. Hell yeah um first of all welcome back everybody tyler how you doing bro i am doing fucking swell now that we are back recording dude like right off the bat this this episode of mando was so dope like we're not gonna hop right into mando we're gonna cover a couple things first but i just need to say this like on record i love this episode so much more than last week so Uh, much dude and you know what you know what i like you said, we're going to get into it later. We're going to get into the spoils of this episode a little bit later. we got a couple news things we want to touch on before we get there, but you are so right, and I think the fact that Frog Lady episode was such a filler placeholder, that only made this week's episode that much better. Also, Sasha fucking Banks. Hell yeah. She looks so great in there. I got Hell questions yeah. about Bo-Katan, but we'll get there. <laughs> we, I got questions, Shoot, but we'll man. get there. But anyway, yeah, man, it was a great uh, episode. Bef- yeah, it was so good. Uh, we'll get to it. Um, but before we dive into Mando, per usual, let's uh, check out a couple news topics. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, those listening, Star Wars fans, brothers and sisters in the force of mine. So here's the deal. I'm sure you already heard about this, but I wanted to touch on it. I guess it, it brought some questions to me. 
George Lucas uh, was was uh, interviewed for this new book called The Star Wars Archives, 1999 to 2005, and I believe it's the second book in the series that this um, this author has done. What's the author's name? I can't find the author's name. We'll get to it later. But um, yeah, so he was interviewed and was talking about his plans for the sequel trilogy that he wanted to do that was allegedly pitched to Disney and then shut down by Disney. And essentially it basically said Maul was going to be the main bad guy for the whole trilogy and it was going to show that Princess Leia was in fact the chosen one. So to get into a little more details about it, um, uh, let's see. Yeah, so Darth Maul was basically the godfather of crime after the universe or in the universe uh, after the Empire had fallen. Uh, and he has mechanical legs, of course, because he got chopped in half by Obi-Wan. Um, and he trains, it says Darth Maul trained a girl, Darth Talon, who was in the comic books as his apprentice. Now, if you remember, or maybe Spencer, I don't know if you remember, but Darth Talon is the Twi'lek Sith Lord looking girl that basically looks just like Darth Maul. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I heard somewhere that Darth Maul really, not Darth Maul, sorry, George Lucas really loved the look of Darth Talon when she was first brought out into the comics. Cause she's hot. Cause she's hot. Um, but that's probably why he wanted her to be like the apprentice. She's supposed to be like the Darth Vader in this, I guess. Um, and, uh, so yeah, it says Darth Maul trained a girl said that already she was the new Darth Vader and most of the action was with her. So these were the two main villains of the trilogy. Um, he goes so on. Maul would have been like a shadow character, and Talon would really be the one tracking down and like. Yeah, Maul would have been the Sidious to yeah. Talon's Vader. Um, and so, yeah, so it says here that uh, he uh, he also intended to turn Carrie Fisher's Leia into the Chosen One over the course of three installments, just as the original Star Wars trilogy focused on Luke. The sequel trilogy would focus on Leia. As Lucas explained, quote, the movies are about how Leia, I mean, who else is going to be the leader? Oh, should I do a George Lucas voice? I don't know if I can, but I can try. Uh, uh, you know, so uh, the movies are about how Leia, I mean, who else is going to be the leader, is trying to re- rebuild the Republic. Luke is trying to restart the Jedi. Uh, that's a terrible Lucas voice. I got to work on it. <clears throat> uh you know, at that time, no, I was kidding. Uh, why did Lucas abandon the sequel trilogy plan? He says, at that time, I was starting the next trilogy. I talked to the actors, and I was starting to gear up. I was also about to have a daughter, he says in the book. It takes 10 years to make a trilogy. I'd still be working on episode 9. Finally, I decided I'd rather raise my daughter and enjoy life for a while. Now, that is probably something to, there's probably some truth to that, but that was also, like, there is... It's widely known amongst Star Wars fans that were following it at the time in the 2013 acquisition by Disney that he had, like, they were offering to buy, and he basically came up with this idea for the sequel trilogy uh, to basically, you know, bring value to Star Wars and have a little uh, extra something to sell them. Yeah, and Disney said, "No, we don't like your idea because it's Disney, and Disney wants all of their own stuff." And I guess that was kind of what drove George out of Disney. Um, so he says in the guy's book that it was because he knew he would have to spend the next 10 years building this trilogy and he wanted to raise his daughter. Totally fair argument. Um, but I would not doubt it if, in fact, there was a lot of animosity there with not being allowed to run his story. 
Um, but yeah, so you can find this on IndieWire.com or if you just type in George Lucas' sequel trilogy on Google, you will find it. Um, but it kind of raised a couple questions for me. Uh, I don't know exact timeline-wise, but do we know in real-world time when Darth Maul was brought back into Clone Wars? I don't. You're talking about how like far specifically after, like into Clone Wars or after the events of Phantom Menace? Um, how far... In like, sorry, I just totally space because I was like trying to think of my next question to you. Like in real world, when did the season or the episode premiere with Darth Maul in it revealing that he was still alive in our world's timeline? Like, on what date did that show that episode premiere? My question is only that because he says that Maul is supposed to be the underworld crime lord, right? <clears throat> with robot legs and shit living in the sequel trilogy right which takes place immediately after the empire falls however maul dies in rebels to obi-wan before new hope and so if that happened in rebels did that happen in rebels before or after 2013 when lucas allegedly came up with this that is my question it would have had i mean this would have had to be before rebels because Obviously, if Rebels had shown Darth Maul dying at the hand right. of Obi-Wan, this wouldn't oh. even be an idea. So the first episode aired October 3rd, 2014. And by then, Force Awakens had already been uh, started production, I believe. So Disney had already acquired um, Star Wars from George. Therefore, you know, the, Maul hadn't actually been killed off because my thought was like, was George just gonna ignore the the canon animation and just keep him alive? That was my first well, thought. But then this obviously article not. does. This article just mentions like we you know see a hint that uh, Maul survived the events of Phantom Menace and Solo when he makes a cameo there at the end, right? And so it's not even acknowledging Maul's presence in Clone Wars or Rebels. Well, which... right. So the article, I think the person reading it didn't really, or writing it didn't realize that, um, or maybe they were just saying, yeah, so the return of Darth Maul was teased. So this person who wrote this didn't realize that this solo movie was supposedly having, supposed to have taken place before episode four, because that's obviously when it did. Um, and this Zach Sharf, you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Sharf of IndieWire calling you out, bro. You ain't a Star Wars fan. Um, But anyway, so, yeah, so Leia was essentially, after that, Leia is supposed to have been the one who, like, brought the New Republic back to power, and then it would be revealed that she, having brought the the power, the balance back with political balance, then she, it would be revealed that she, in fact, was the chosen one from the prophecy, not Anakin, not Luke. Um which is an interesting like take because, I mean, who is it? Qui- is it Qui Gon or is it Mace Windu who says, or who says maybe we misinterpreted or misunderstood Isn't the prophet? Yoda? Yeah. See, as I said, it was one yeah. of those two in my head. I heard Yoda. Like I hear, I hear. I don't remember the exact line. It's like misunderstood. The prophecies could have been. Or yeah, whatever. something like that. Yeah. Um, so or maybe there's... that was Mace. <laughs> now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> It could have been Mace Windu. Did Mace I don't know. Windu say misunderstood the prophecies may have been? <laughs> no, that's that's the Yoda, but 
Um, it, regardless, um, we know it was, I think it was Yoda. Um, yeah. and it was cause it was right after the fall of Anakin, wasn't it? Like, wasn't he, ta- wasn't Yoda talking to Obi-Wan and then didn't he say he was supposed to be the, no, I see Yoda. Like when I think about this, I see Yoda on one of the little paperclip looking ships, little clone ships. Yeah. And I feel like he's sitting with Mace. I don't know if Obi-Wan's there, but I want to say he's like looking out the side of a window, but I could be completely wrong. I'm going to look this up because I want to know. You think you think we would know this? But... Nope. You would not think that if you've listened to our podcast. You would not think <laughs> we know this. Uh... Flying off the hit, man. It's... Oh, yeah. So it's actually Kenobi and Windu who are talking with Yoda. Yes. Yeah, Mace Windu says it's very dangerous putting them together. I don't think the boy can handle it. I don't trust him. This is from Revenge of the Sith. Kenobi says, with all due respect, Master, is he not the chosen he the... one? Yeah. Is he not to destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force? Windu says, so the prophecy says, and Yoda says, a prophecy that misread could have been. Yeah. So. All in all, we got a C plus, bro. We didn't fail that one. We we knew the general characters. We, we knew. actually knew all three characters involved in the scene. We just weren't sure yeah. who said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that being said, one of the things I wanted to talk about or just comment on is that this whole chosen one prophecy thing, there's always been the back and forth of like, and by always, I just mean like uh, Anakin's the chosen one, right? Allegedly. Immaculate conception, all that good shit. But then there's argument to be said that Luke is the chosen one because he's the one who brings Anakin back. And that brings balance to the force. There's also a bit in rebels. I have not seen it. I have only heard about it. I believe it's in rebels rebels when, uh, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul finally fight or Maul rather at that time. And Maul's dying. And he says to Obi-Wan something along the lines of just tell me, is he the chosen one? And Obi-Wan says, yes, I believe. Have you watched all rebels? Yeah. That's when Maul is dying in the arms of Obi-Wan. Right. And it's like an actual really beautiful scene. He's like, tell me, is he the chosen one? And Obi-Wan confirms it. So that being said, it could have like, that could have been Obi-Wan in a moment of compassion for his fallen enemy, knowing that his enemy's last wish is to just know if he was correct. And so he tells him the fact that he is the chosen one. So he believes he's correct as he dies where Anakin was actually still the chosen one and not Luke. Cause I believe isn't Maul after Luke. Yeah. Yeah. So it could have been like, so, it, so there's like speculation interpretation was Kenobi lying to Maul in a moment of compassion for his enemy. Was he telling the truth? Does that mean Anakin's not the chosen one? I would like to think that just because you are the one who is tasked with bringing balance back to the force does not mean you have to be the one who does it when it is your seed and Luke and Leia who are the ones who bring balance to the force. You are the chosen one because you are the ones who helped give birth to the one who would bring balance to the force or the ones that would. So in a a sense, Anakin can still be the chosen one by definition, but by proxy, Luke is the one who fulfills the prophecy for Anakin. I've also seen the argument that when Anakin turns and destroys the Emperor, ending the chaos in the galaxy, so to speak, that that was him bringing balance to the Force. There's also an argument that I read online is that when 
Anakin is tasked with, not tasked, but he is supposed to bring balance to the Force, and then he kills every single Jedi but two, and then there's two Sith and two Jedi. That's pretty fucking balanced, if you ask me. Uh, I love I love that trope where like, you see the memes where it's like, a million Jedi, two Sith, perfect balance. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> balance yeah. means light side only. That's not balance. Um, right, but that, yeah, so that was, that's what we could have seen, but uh, in as far as the, the George Lucas' sequel trilogy. Um, and I'm sure more details will be released in the future when, uh, when he is given a microphone. You know, I'm sure George would love to give his idea and, and it would shit all over Disney's idea. You know, any chance he gets to jab at them, I'm sure. <clears throat> but well, it'd be straight from the dude's mouth, straight from the, the creator's mouth. Thank the manker. So, like, so that's one way to look at it. Um, playing devil's advocate here since George Lucas is no longer the owner of the series of the, of the franchise. He is no longer the one that is creating the Canon. Sure. Does that mean everything after Jedi, no matter what he says is irrelevant? No. I mean, he basically has a Padawan in Dave Filoni and I view Dave Filoni and John Favreau. I view that like, as far as, post disney acquisition star wars creation they're the shit between clone wars and which i'm not sure as far as favreau's contribution towards the production of clone wars but i know he voiced like pre vizsla um Mm -hmm. and he definitely had some involvement but the mandalorian is i mean dave filoni is the product of george lucas mentoring him and showing him what star wars could be and if anything dave's more of a like he's just as much of a fan as he is a a content creator and that's not to take credit away from jj abrams or it is to take a little credit away from ryan johnson (laughs) but no i'm i we've had this conversation i know i'm I'm fine with last jedi fucking let's move on (laughs) it's a masterpiece Enough said. No, no, fuck you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. But like the, I feel like we always like just tap the rev limiter on sequel trilogy. Yep, dude. Sequel trilogy, standalone movies, they are great. As a trilogy, they're kind of rough. Okay, Last Jedi. There's a lot of bullshit that didn't need to happen. But that being said, let's keep let's keep the positivity train rolling. I think Dave Filoni is the future of Star Wars. I say a sequel trilogy is the best trilogy of all three trilogies. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I'm no, 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 no. Least favorite character is Luke Skywalker. Exactly. There we go. Least favorite character is Luke. My favorite. And I was so glad to see him do nothing in the in the sequel trilogy. Like if there was any character that could have ruined it more, it would have been Luke Skywalker being who we thought he was going to be. Like it's clearly sarcasm. Like <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, um, just hearing the words, though, man. Because there's people like ripping I their hair know. out right now. Oh, um, yeah. So I would push back against that. What we had just, what you just said, a little bit in the sense where, yes, Filoni and um, uh, fuck, fucking Roblox. What's homeboy's name? Favreau. Favreau thank you. Um, they are the future of Star Wars. George Lucas worked with Dave Filoni so closely on clone wars when it comes to dave filoni it's the next best thing to george lucas having said it that being said george lucas is not a part of disney he is not a part of the current canon creation 
Therefore, if George wants to say some shit now, post things he's published that are still considered canon, they don't count unless Dave Filoni or John Favreau make it so. So if, right. if, if, if George Lucas wants to come out tomorrow and say, yeah, uh, you know, uh, the Fets were, they were definitely, uh, they've been Mandalorians the whole time, you know? And so if, uh, anybody's got a problem with that, I mean, I said it, it doesn't matter because just, just, you didn't put it, <laughs> did I finally get it? Did I get it? Dude, that was fucking perfect. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Over you. here, like, hell, I'm fist bumping myself and shit. <laughs> so when I was trying to do it the first time, I was super disappointed in myself when I was reading. Cause I'm like, I actually feel like I could hit the George, uh, voice, but I'm failing right now. Yeah, so I just yeah. So anyway, uh yeah, I just don't think I don't know. I have I give him unfortunately, I love George Lucas. He created the reason if without George Lucas, we don't we don't do this, right? You know, yeah. you and I our friendship probably isn't as close as it is without Star Wars. So, with that being said, the dude is up there as far as, you know, deities to me. However, Lately, I've been giving them kind of the J.K. Rowling treatment where it's like, I feel like you're saying shit out of spite. You know what I mean? Like, if I were George and I was salty about being kicked out of Disney or kicked out of Star Wars and I I knew everybody hated, 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 hated all all the the sequel trilogy and they wish that I was the one still writing it, if I got interviewed, I'd be like, yeah, here's what my idea would have been. And then everyone's like, oh, that was so much better. Why didn't he do it? And then I'm sitting back in my chair like, yeah, that's right. Fuck you, Disney. As yeah. I'm laying in my $4 billion. Um, but that's like what J.K. Rawlings like did with, uh, <clears throat> you know, like after the books were done, she's like, Dumbledore is gay, which is fine. But you're saying it just to say it. And then yeah. she's there, then there's the whole... Like there was that controversy she had with the transgender community, and then yeah, she went and made real. a book about a serial killer who dresses up as women to kill other women, like doubling down and like, yo, you got balls, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, that was that was I, I honestly, I was like, after I said that, I was like, eh, not the right time to use that phrase, probably. Um, but I feel like you're just doing it to do it out of spite. You know, you're doubling down. First off, fuck J.K. Rowling. Hey, that's cool. Fuck her opinions. Yeah. She, I mean, yo, like, I don't know. This is not a Harry Potter podcast, so we can trash it all we want. I can trash all the fuck I want. Fuck J.K. Rowling. If you're going to buy Harry Potter shit, make, buy used. Don't, don't put any more money in their pockets. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I've heard the <laughs> argument. I've heard the argument where it's like, you know, by not going to the Universal Parks and by not purchasing harry potter products like or by not downloading the new i i do want to play the new game coming out it's like a open world hogwarts like you're yeah. a student and um it's all custom like make your own story type of shit um by not supporting those things to spite jk rowling you're also spiting all of the creators yeah. other creators behind that content so yeah. i'm 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 not on that train if you enjoy harry potter enjoy it it's a beautiful thing um i was thinking about it myself sucks we don't know who wrote those things but (laughs) no but we don't know who yeah where did this come from (laughs) i have no idea who wrote these the ancient texts the ancient scrolls um so that being said no i understand everyone's entitled their own opinion and shit but fuck jk rowling that being said yeah i mean george lucas as far as 
giving it like what you said the rowling treatment where like he just kind of comes in and says shit just to say shit Mm -hmm. and it's like i get it like i i understand it's like dude you could have held lucasfilm had complete creative control cranked a trilogy of movies out every 15 years until you died Mm -hmm. or you sold it you relinquish that creative control you got four billion dollars in your pocket and you'll never have to work a day again in your life your daughter will never have to work a day again in her life their fucking kids aren't gonna have to work a day again in their life like you, you created the largest movie empire in the world like you're either gonna reap that unlimited money benefits of that or you're gonna stay on board and be a content creator that being said i wouldn't i i do believe in my heart that someday the day is going to come and and george lucas is aging aging so it it might not but i would like to believe that disney and him are going to work out some sort of thing where he can direct a project or at least write a project or like get his name in there somewhere other than based on the story created by George Lucas. Right. Um, I, I would like to see him contribute. But that being said, this is also a huge monster ship that is taking off without him. Yeah. Like if you, who who knows, do you think he consumes every star Wars project that comes out? Do, I think, do you think, I think he does. I don't think he's really? got anything else to do. What else does he have to do? <laughs> I don't know. You know, like I, if, if I created something right, regardless of whether I cashed out or not. Yeah. I would, I would have to know. I would have to know. I would have to know what fan you think he's a fan of star Wars. Not, I'm not going that far, but I will say he's at least a critic that has to know where creative curiosity. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, here's the thing. So, my opinion of George saying these things and give like I said, the Rowling treatment, Rowling treatment, whatever is more so like my speculation. I don't know that to be a fact. He could have very well just been like, yeah, I pitched them an idea. They said they didn't like it. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to go raise my daughter, you know, whatever that could have been. It could have been it. I'm just saying it, it kind yeah. of came off. I could see somebody being salty and starting to drop, you know, cause it has happened. You know, people have done it in the past. Um, that being said, um, I'm going to stop saying that because I've said that a lot already. Um, the 100%. <laughs> fuck yeah, there we go. There we go. We got to make t-shirt. Well, we can't because you stole it from Burt Kreischer. So yeah. actually he says, I can do, Burt Kreischer you, know, goes, you know, like in the, you know, in the office where it's like, uh, he has a Wayne Gretzky quote and then he puts like quote Wayne Gretzky and then he puts that whole thing. quote yeah. Michael Scott, I could do like a hundred percent quote Burt Kreischer quote Spencer. Kaprowski. Well, here's the difference though. You say 100% Burt Kreischer goes a hundred percent. So sure. there's a difference. You say 100, he says a hundred, you know? So it's actually your yeah, own yeah. thing. It's just, you know, based on characters created by George Lucas. It's That's based right. on a catchphrase created by Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like I was saying though, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know that he was being spiteful with any of his comments. I was just saying that it potentially could be, um, but the, I th- well, because there was, did you just see me almost go? That being said, because I almost did. I believe he was actually <laughs> on set working with Filoni and Favreau for the first season of Mandalorian. I'm pretty he sure. I, yeah, I saw a video of yeah. him there. So he he's he's working. You know, he, I mean, he may not get him paid for it, but he's definitely helping yeah, with he's creative. Chilling. He's overseeing. He's probably like, 
yeah, you know what? This would be cool though. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and so when Filoni and Favreau do something and he sees it on the monitor, they go, huh? And he goes, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, they go, ah, cool. You know, Godfather <laughs> said it was good. Let's go. Um, got the blessing. Got the blessing from the Godfather. Uh, but yeah, there. I think there will be a day when, and you know what? It may be sooner than later. Um, with the with the next, I mm, I'm gonna say with the next, either with the Kenobi series or with the next movie trilogy. Disney allows George to actually be on as either a consultant or actual some sort of creative on the board of some kind for the project because after the backlash they got the ass whooping they got from the fans over the sequel trilogy there is no doubt in my mind that Disney the new guy the new Bob not Bob Iger but the new Bob who took over is probably going to be like hey get George in here he knows what the hell he's doing we need to at least be like hey does this thing do you think this will work in your universe at the very least, yeah. you know, so I wouldn't doubt it if that time is sooner rather than later versus being like, oh, man, you know, the day after George Lucas dies, they would have been like, man, we really, really wish we would have brought him back on for a project or two, you know. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe we'll see that day. Um, but as far as Disney projects, I believe there's another one coming out soon, isn't there? Sure is, bro. Um, have you ever watched the original holiday special? I have not. I am not a true Star Wars fan. Clearly, tell tell no, me that I'm not. Don't don't fucking waste your time on it. I didn't think it is so. A, That's why I've it never is watched a, it. It is a sweaty, drug-induced fever dream that you'll want out of in the first 15 minutes. Hey, man, it spawned Boba Fett, didn't it? It spawned the notoriety of Boba That's Fett. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's a little animation thrown in there of him. Very reminiscent of Mandalorian. He has the same... Uh, like the vaporizer mm-hmm. blaster that with the prongs on the end, that's where they got that, that gotcha. design for Mando's rifle. Um, but yeah, no. So the Lego star Wars holiday special is coming out November 17th on Disney plus. And so in the first holiday special, um, it's been a minute since I watched it, but I just remember Chewie and Han and the cockpit of the millennium Falcon, and they need to get home for life day. And back at home on Cashew or not Cashew Week, that was Tatooine. Cashew Week on Kashyyyk, you get to see Chewie's family, which are these nightmare fuel, horrible puppeted costumes of Wookies. And dude, I I can't. I hate it so much. I hate the holiday special. I still put it on once a year, and I sit there like in disgust and watch it just because yeah. I'm a fan. I might have to. <laughs> I might have to do the same thing. Um, but Lego is building on the notoriety of the holiday special with the Lego Star Wars holiday special, and it's out November seventeenth on Disney Plus. And just just listen to the actors that are involved in this, okay? We have Matt Lanter mm-hmm. voicing Anakin, which Anakin. is the same with Clone Wars. We got Kelly Marie Tran, the voice of Rose Tico. Yeah. We got Dean Baker playing. He's credited as Clone Trooper, which he also did them in uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. We got Billy D. Williams as Fuck Lando, yeah. which he puts his voice on everything as Lando, mm-hmm. bro. Billy D. He that is that's his character. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I, I had um, a I had a Billy D. Um, 
impression I was working on like a year ago. And I can't, I'm not going to drop it right now, but I was, I was trying to like, <laughs> it was really poor, but it, was, it wasn't a Billy D. It was, it was, it was Billy D's Lando that I was yeah. trying to work on. But anyway, go ahead. Continue uh, on. We got James Arnold Taylor Ooh. voicing Obi-Wan. We got Anthony Daniels himself, Sir Anthony yeah. Daniels, 3PO, and then Tom Kane, mm-hmm. uh, which you know from the intro yeah. of the Clone Wars. But Clone he also Wars. does the voice of Qui-Gon and Yoda. So that being said, like I think this is an interesting cast for this just because you have Anakin, you've got Rose Tico, you got clone troopers, you got Lando, you got Obi-Wan, 3PO, Qui-Gon, and Yoda. But then, this is all from IMDb, the plot for it says... Ray leaves her friends to prepare for life day as she sets off on an adventure to gain a deeper knowledge of the force at a mysterious temple. She is hurled into a cross timeline adventure. Will she make it back in time for life day? So Which if you notice, that's what I was saying. Ray isn't on the list of voice actors. So I Fingers doubt it's going to be Daisy. Like I, I strongly doubt it. Yeah. After, uh, she sounded pretty bummed out about working for Star Wars after the negativity the sequel trilogy got. So I don't know how excited she'd her? be. No, I don't blame her at all. I am very so disappointed in the fans because I love Daisy Ridley. But uh, I guess we'll have to just deal. Um, but yeah, so trying to get back in time for Life Day. Um which, if you don't know, Life Day began as a Wookiee holiday centered around the Kashyyyk Tree of Life, but can be celebrated by any species in any location. Princess Leia Organa once spoke of Life Day as a reminder that we are all the same struggle against the powers of evil and darkness, all in the same struggle. Family, joy, harmony are all among the values and tenets of Wookiee's culture that are embraced on Life Day. It's a time to share hopes of celebrating freedom and peace, no matter how different we may all appear. People enjoying Life Day traditionally mark this holiday with festive decor, music, activities, and the serving of unique and special food items. So it's basically a a hybrid of Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. But I think that's cool, man. I kind of want to start celebrating Life Day in real life. Yeah, why not? When is that? Instead of like Thanksgiving. When is the date supposed to be? Oh, This comes out November 17th. It's Travis's birthday, by the way. Oh, happy birthday, bro. Oh, yeah. This will come out the day after his birthday. That's what's up. Sick. Sick. Um, so, yeah, maybe. Oh, November 17th this week, huh? That's like it's Tuesday. Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Shoot. Next week, hear my thoughts on <laughs> the Lego Star Wars Tune holiday. Next week. Yeah. Tune well, in next okay, week. Okay, so I think this will probably be a lot better. I haven't seen the original. Obviously, it'll be a lot better. I watched Lego Batman. That was probably one of the funnier movies i've not funny of, of all movie but of all movies but it's pretty funny um who's who's lego batman diedrich bader no um who's the uh, uh something arnold or oh i don't know <sighs> have you seen com not yeah community yeah uh i don't know his character's name so this is gonna help the tall skinny white guy who's the dickhead oh the one who like sets up the fake club in the beginning yeah i don't know his name at all um, but lego batman it's don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will arnett will arnett yeah yeah yeah, yeah. duh yeah. shit yeah yeah um anyway that was a pretty funny movie i my only great so the funniest part of the whole movie was in the trailer it's when he's sitting there watching 
he's in his robe with his Batman mask on, and he's standing in front of the microwave in the dark waiting for his lobster to be done cooking. <laughs> and he's just sitting there going... As he's waiting, and it was That's probably awesome. the funniest fucking part, and it was in the goddamn trailer. Uh, me and my buddy Eric went and saw it high, so it was pretty funny. Have um, you have you watched the new Harley Quinn series at all? We're gonna mm-hmm. detour Star Wars for a second. No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't watched any animated Batman since the Killing Joke came out, and I bought the that Harley shit. Quinn series is my favorite Batman project since uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman's. Nice. Okay. It's it's. Uh, What's her name? Kaylee Cuoco? Yeah, yeah. From Big Bang. Mm -hmm. She voices Harley. Okay. We've got a bunch of other people in it too, but it's like an R-rated Harley Quinn show. So they're dropping fuck and shit and they're like- Where do I find it? It's on HBO Max. Okay. So if you don't have it, do that free trial and binge it. I think I do. It's so worth it. I've also been watching Titans on HBO, which is the live action Teen Titans show. Super sick. But anyways, back to Star Wars. Um, do you want to dive into some Mando? Oh shit! Yeah, hold Mando on. Talk Mando, before bro. before we dive into Mando, your thoughts again. Reiterate your thoughts again. You thought it was a dope fucking episode, right? It was so dope, dude. It was so dope. And like, I'm not I'm not one of those people where it's like, oh, everyone has to be a plot driving like thing. Mm-hmm. For 35 minutes, this had so much shit in it. And surprisingly, I've only watched it the one time. I'm going to watch it at least one more time, uh, probably tomorrow. But super dope. Uh, I I honestly loved everything about it from start to finish. I was glued. Um, I So I watched the second half twice only because I got so fucking blitzed. <laughs> I haven't smoked in forever and yeah. I, I went outside and I had I guess just forgotten how to smoke and immediately like singed my throat just coughed my ass off and just was this ooh, all the way I was on Naboo before I knew it bro it was it was I oh uh, so anyway uh I was so your, your first viewing comprehension skills weren't all there no they were fine um for the first half and then the second half I realized it was over and then I was like, whoa, wait a minute. It's over already. And I paused it and I saw it. Yeah. We're on the credits and it was only 30 minutes. And I was like, all right, I got to go back and watch that whole. Well, you texted me. I was like, you're like, it was too short. I was like, that's all he had to say about it. So I texted you back damn near in all caps. Like, bro, I, I texted you a fucking novel and then went, oh shit. We're supposed to talk about this on the podcast. I deleted everything and wrote it was too short. Uh, and so yeah, yeah. that's when I was surprised when you were like, bro, Bo-Katan, Darth, De- Death Watch, all these things. And I'm just like, oh, he wanted I had to, to get talk it out. about it. <laughs> no, I didn't want to talk about it, but like I yeah, needed to yeah. explicitly like just scream these names that like I've been yelling at my wife and she has no idea who these people are. Like, but yeah, yeah. I, I was so I was so lit that I I went, okay. I need to go back and watch the last 15 minutes and like basically I had to rewatch the whole um, uh, taking over of the Imperial ship scene, which was amazing. And what's his name? Incredible. What's the fucking actor who played the captain? I don't know. Fuck, I got to look it up. I uh, watched a, a Easter egg thing today. It's so 
amazing how fast people get content out for this shit. And they said his name, and I was like, oh, I should write that down. And I was like, nah, it doesn't matter. And then you bring it up. Now I, <laughs> I, have no I guess idea. it does matter. Um, so first things first, it's called Chapter Eleven: The The Heiress. And I, well, we're not going to do a crazy in depth in depth breakdown. But when I saw that, and I knew Sasha Banks. That's her wrestler name, Mercedes Vernado. That's her actual name. Um, I I knew she was in it, right? But I didn't know in what capacity. But I did know because she fucking posted on her Instagram a picture of her on screen next to her by the screen at like 10 o'clock in the morning. And she's wearing Mando, you know, fucking Beskar chest plate. And I go... Fuck, she's a Mandalorian. I thought she was going to be a Jedi. I did too. I was so so surprised because she was wearing the. It was perfect teaser wearing that robe with the hood on. Like that was a perfect teaser to make us think she was a Jedi. Turns out she's not, which is still awesome. Um, and then later, so I'm like, okay, the heiress. That's going to be her somehow. She's going to be like heir to the throne, and she's going to want that fucking dark saber. Turns out, and here's the thing, man. Like, I saw. The, basically the Mandalorian plot, the, the Mandalore plot of Clone Wars. And then I watched, I'm pretty, isn't that not chapter seven or is that chapter seven? Sorry, what? season seven, seven, sorry, of Clone Wars. Yeah, season, the newest one. Yeah, and that has the, the Mandalore plot in it or no? The Siege of Mandalore, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what it ends on. The so Siege I, of Mandalore runs right up to Order 66. Right, and so having like that knowledge is in my head but i was so fucked up that i didn't put put it together i thought i was like oh she's gonna be like next in line for the dark saber not realizing that that would obviously be bo katan and then when they all when he gets saved i'm like oh shit that helmet i've seen that i'm so fucked up i'm like i've seen that helmet before where have i seen Mm -hmm. that helmet i know whose helmet that is like and then I'm thinking, no way, is Sasha Banks going to be? And then she took her helmet off. and I, Or when they, I was also fucked up to the point where I'm like, man, this Mandalorian, like she's all over the place. Until I noticed one of them looked like a dude. And I was like, oh, there's more than <laughs> one. Okay, yeah. I get it. And then, yeah, so nah. then they all took their helmets off. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. This is insane. And she's like, I'm Bo-Katan. And I'm like, how the fuck is she still alive? Like, how the fuck old is she? Cause she's, she's I, pretty old. Yeah, but she don't look she looks it. good though. She, she does good. not. So that, so she's played by out. she's played by Katie Sackoff. Yeah. Who, uh, besides her role on the new like reboot of Battlestar Galactica, it's not new. It's fucking fifteen years old now. Mm-hmm. Um, she also voiced Bogaton on the Clone Wars. Right. That's she awesome. is the actual voice she, actor. Right. Which Dude. still breaks my heart oh, for Ahsoka. sweet. Yeah, um, Ashley. What's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I and, don't know, uh, man. Miss Miss Eckstein. Yeah, but um, do you know? Because I know that you have a limited knowledge of Clone Wars in general, besides what I've thrown at you to watch. Do you know? Like, did you immediately know? Oh, that's Bo Katan, or was it like, oh, I know that name, and I know she's in Clone Wars, and I know that. Like, did, do you know a little bit about her backstory? So I. Yes and no. I do know, like, I know what I learned from Clone Wars in the sense where, like, her and her sister were at odds over who should be, how the Mandalore people should be run. And I know that I remember seeing, she's a part of the Death Watch, right? 
Yeah, and I remember her and, and the her other sister Satine was like a pacifist. Satine, Satine Wren, yep. right? No, no, that's Sabine Wren. Satine is Sabine Wren, and Satine it is, throws me uh, off. Satine it's Duchess is, Satine. Yeah, uh, Obi Wan, right? Obi Wan's old yeah. chick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I know so, a little bit, but that's all I really I'll, know. I'll run down some history because I'm sure there's people listening that haven't watched the Clone Wars and are like, who the fuck is Bo-Katan? Yeah. Um, which we didn't give any kind of spoiler warning. So no, hopefully but, people well, know. We, that... in a, in a, we, I guess we did. We did in our little pre-show uh, intro. Oh. So I'm glad we gave y'all a spoiler <laughs> warning. <laughs> Shoot, man. Uh, anyways, I'm going to give a little bit of history on, on Bo-Katan and her... Uh, her relationship with the yeah. planet of Mandalore. Go for it. So Bo-Katan Bo- Kreese, she was a Death Watch lieutenant who worked under Pre Vizsla, who was voiced by Jon Favreau during the Clone Wars. And uh, which we know that Death Watch Mandos rescued uh, Din Djarin Mando when he was a kid from the flashback scenes in season one. You can tell by the insignias on their armor that he was rescued by the Death Watch clan of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Um, but she led a splinter group within Death Watch called the Night Owls, and they wore blue armor, which is how, as soon as I saw that blue armor, I was like, oh, shit. Right. Like Bo-Katan. Uh, she was Duchess Satine's sister, and she was Mandalore during Imperial Era. And by Mandalore, I mean the ruler of Mandalore. Yes. Um, so a little bit of history with her in Mandalore. So in 19 BBY, after Pre Vizsla was exposed as the leader of Death Watch, which is technically like a criminal, it they didn't operate within the current laws of Mandalore under Duchess Satine. Um, but as soon as he was exposed as the leader of Death Watch, their group was banished from Mandalore. Vizsla or Vizsla and Bo-Katan found Maul and Savage Press and plotted to reclaim Mandalore. So they combined Death Watch with a bunch of other criminal syndicates and they formed the Shadow Collective. Right. And under Maul's plan, they overthrew Duchess Satine and Pre Vizsla took control of the planet. And of course, Maul being the shady dude that he is, he's like, this little punk ain't going to rule this. Like, this was my plan that got us here. Yeah. I'm going to overthrow Pre Vizsla. He's a little bitch. So Maul challenged Vizsla. Vizsla ended up getting his head cut off with the Darksaber, mm-hmm. and Maul became the leader of Mandalore after a brutal civil war. So he basically established the Shadow Collective into the, quote, Maldalorians, and they actually ah, wore ah, Mandalorian armor that had the spikes in the helmets yeah. that looked like Mauls, and the, they were painted to kind of resemble his uh, Night Brother tattoos. Right. And so, yeah, uh, Pre Vizsla got his head cut off, Maul holds the dark saber. He is now the leader of Mandalore. So Bo-Katan and other true Mandalorian loyalists refused loyalists. Uh, they refused to accept Maul as their leader. And they contacted Obi-Wan for help to spring Satine from prison. Because once Maul uh, took over, obvious, you know, the yeah. ruler of Mandalore, they locked up Duchess Satine. And that being Kenobi's old bow, uh, Kenobi came to the rescue, but Mandalore as a planet was non-republic territory. So they tried because of Duchess Satine being a pacifist, they tried to remain completely neutral and out of galactic politics. So they didn't swear allegiance to the Republic or to the Confederacy. Right. And uh, so because they weren't a Republic territory, Kenobi couldn't bring any backup. He didn't have the blessing from the Jedi 
He couldn't bring a, a squadron of troops to come help. He had to go alone. So he he came alone and was captured by Maul. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Who and during the time where Obi-Wan's getting captured, Maul ends up killing Duchess Satine. Mm. And then they lock Kenobi up. And Bo-Katan and her crew ended up freeing Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan went back to the Republic and kind of explained what was going on. And about a year later, the Republic liberated Mandalore from Maul's rule in the Siege of Mandalore, which we see in Chapter 7 of the Clone Wars. Right. Um, and once they did that, they appointed Bo-Katan as Regent of Mandalore. So it was essentially she became the new ruler of Mandalore. Uh, she lost her position when refusing to follow the newly formed Galactic Empire. So... Of course, right after the Siege of Mandalore, Order 66 happens. Boom, the Republic is no more. Jedi are in hiding. Now we have Palpatine, Darth Vader, and the newly formed Galactic Empire. And she was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not following your guys' rules. And so they removed her from position. And they put Clan Saxon as leaders of Mandalore. And then in about 2 BBY, with the help of Ursa and Sabine Wren, which we see in Rebels, uh, of Clan Wren of Nonit. Of Crow's Nest, sorry. Bo-Katan wielded the Darksaber and claimed her position as Mandalore again after a second civil war uh, was fought to reign control from Clan Saxon. So then, boom, Bo-Katan is... They overthrow the clan that was appointed by the Empire. She is once again leader of Mandalore. And then there was the Great Purge, which was the battle of Mandalore versus the Empire, which right. is why... And like season one, when uh, Mando is in the now we know is the Death Watch clan underneath the ground when they're all in hiding, and the big brute dude was like, "Oh, you're you're sharing a table with the people that are the reason that we have to hide down here like rats," and they're pissed because that's why they hate the Empire is because they can't go home. Of, they're the Death Watch clan. They're a a they're sect. A, of Death Watch. Yeah, I thought they were they're like a descendant a of. They're like a religious descendant. Yeah. Of the Death Watch. So, um. But okay. So, question. Before yeah. Let, let me finish this real okay, quick. Yeah. Yeah. After the Great Purge, when the Galactic Empire came into conflict with the Mandalorians, Mandalore was left devastated, and somehow Moff Gideon had come into possession of the Dark Saber, which brings us to where we are now in the show, where Bo-Katan is plotting to reclaim the Dark Saber and her title as Mandalore, ruler of the planet Mandalore. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um. Which yeah, which is why. Okay. So. My question, okay, so they make it in the show uh, with him having the whole I can't believe you're taking off your helmet type of deal. Um, it made it obvious to them what where he's coming from, right? What he believes is Mandalorian way. Um, They're like, the guy, the big guy goes, oh, he's one of them. Mm-hmm insinuating that he's a, they said a child of the watch yep which means they're like a but if aren't they technically their own little sect of the death watch as well so death watch itself became the shadow collective with a bunch of other crime syndicates and most of death watch themselves became followers of maul but, but her, it was the night owls are her 
and the blue are her armored separate people. little sect, which they kind of went rogue from the rest of the so clan. It's the shadow because they were loyal. To, got it. Yeah, they were loyal to Mandalore over Maul. Right, and so they kind of broke off. But it looks like Death Watch or whatever remnants of Death Watch that either remained with Maul, or I'm not sure exactly how that would work. I, I don't know enough about it yet. But it, it sounds like they became like traditionalists or like cultists to where they're like, we're going back to classic Mandalorian ways. And in classic Mandalore, you didn't remove your helmet. We are a an elite warrior species, and that's that. But um, I kind of like how, so he, because he was a foundling, he wasn't born on yeah. Mandalore. He was found by Death Watch, and they're like, this is the way, dude. Like, you're going to, you know, swear yourself into our creed. You're going to follow the ways of the Mandalore, the, the true Mandalore, this is the way you're not going to remove your helmet. We are like, we are this. And so in his head, this is all he knows. He's like, Oh shit. Well, I grew up in the Mandalorian clan or this faction of the clan. So he probably assumed because this is what he was taught to believe that all Mandalorians carry these same beliefs. But we find out in this episode that that's not the case, which also I like how that plays into the argument of like all the people online were like, what do you mean Mandalorians can't take off their helmet? Like they've been taking off their helmet not that long ago in Clone Wars and Rebels and, you know, Sabine and Bo-Katan and all these people. And I like how this kind of plays into that where it's like, you're right. But like this Mando didn't know that all he thought was this is the way. And instead he, and it kind of shows this where he kind of struggles to come to terms with the idea of like, Oh, maybe I'm part of like this cult faction of, Right. The Mandalorian religion. And he, cause he immediately is like, like they rescue him on the boat when he's getting eaten by a, what was it called? It's called a mama core was the thing that Ma- the Corin. Is- okay. Yeah. It's called the mama core. Oh, I thought they it was, I thought throw- it said mana core, but mama core. Yeah. Oh, it could be mana core. Maybe it's mama core or mana core. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was mama core, but, uh, yeah, so when he gets put into that that water hole with them, and you got all the quorum that are sitting there, which they looked awesome. Uh, I don't know if you know that species. We see a little bit of them in Return of the Jedi and like Jabba's palace. One of them sitting there, like you know, ranting and raving mm-hmm. while they're getting thrown into the Sarlacc pit. But uh, yeah, so I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> uh, you were just saying like there's that moment when he take they they take their helmets off right after risking him and you yeah, can he's see like, him oh. be like whoa and he, his first response is where'd you get that armor yeah you're, you're like no, we're you not we're like we're armor. third generation from the planet Mandalore this art this armor has been in my family for three generations we're from the planet Mandalore but you remove your helmets and they're like oh shit he's one of them yeah and they're like hey hate to break this to you buddy you're part of a cult yeah and he's like no i'm not fuck you guys and he flies <laughs> off and then they Maybe blow up the ship and they yeah. go their own way and you think oh okay well that was very brief but that's done and then sure as shit here they come a little bit later and uh yeah so i mean it, it's just crazy that like it, it's opening up it's it's making the world of mandalorian itself bigger yeah. not only by introducing us to characters that we already know but also kind of expanding on what like because we as an audience have been tricked into that too where it's like oh mandalorians don't remove their helmet this is the way like 
okay, cool. This dude's a badass. I like this. I'm already on board with this. Right. And then now we're kind of realizing like, oh shit, like all this shit we've been rooting, like the fact that like Mando's kind of cool because he doesn't take off his his helmet and he's kind of this uh like lone wolf type character. But we're like, oh shit, no, he's he's got like cult beliefs. Yeah. And I'm wondering if this is kind of our first tease into uh, maybe even later this season, if not next season, if he's like, oh shit, well, fuck Death Watch or the, what is it? The Sons of Chi- the Watch. He, they say, he said Children the of Child the Watch. of the Watch. He's like, you're a yeah, child yeah. of the Watch. So maybe he's like, okay, well, fuck the cult shit. Like, I can take off my helmet and actually breathe. I'm going to do that. Right. Um, which I'm I'm kind of cool with. Um, You were right. I think it says, I think it's Mamacore. The way you said, because <clears throat> uh, a manticore is something different. It's like a Greek mythological yeah. creature. Um, no, so my thought. <clears throat> you keep correcting me when I'm right. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not correcting you when you're right. I'm I am saying that because okay, I have the same problem everybody else has, where I think I'm right until I'm not. Yeah. And this is how I learn I'm not by voicing that I think I'm correct. I appreciate you voicing out, in that like I was right. <laughs> and then and then I I mean this is the only way I'm going to find out that I'm wrong is by thinking yeah. I'm right, voicing it and then finding out I'm fucking wrong. And so like it's just what I do. Like if I think I'm right, I'm going to be like no 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 bro. I'm pretty sure cuz I thought you I'm said just you I know. Shit, I know. But, uh it's a thing. It's a thing that I do all the time. And so when I was watching the movie or the show rather, I thought he said manticore. Like manticore. Manicore, mamacore. They sound very similar, especially when you've got yeah. tentacles for a mouth. So, and you're conditioned to know what it, like the words manticore have. And I was high, so I yeah. was like, "No, nah, he definitely said manticore." <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna move on from that. Yeah, it's canon yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's canon. Um, but no. So I did like the what are they called? The squid face people. The the Quarren. Yeah, I liked how yeah. the way they designed their um their facial structure with what their brow is and the way the tentacles formed, it made them look like sailor dudes with beards that were, I, I was thinking, uh, Davy Jones from pirates. Yeah, exactly. That's Davey what Jones. my, that's yeah. what Jade said. Just you're sitting there watching and like, it looks like Davy Jones. I was like, Oh, you're absolutely right with the face tentacles and all that shit. Yeah. But like when he walks up to him in the bar, a, like he's done really, really, really well. And like, I don't know if this season, if they're using more of a combination of CGI and practical effects, but like he looked dope. Yeah. Um, but you could tell, and I think it's kind of funny. Cause like with this show, not knowing where it's going to go, they do feed you just some spoon fed, like, Oh, I know he's walking into a trap. Yeah. Like you could tell just from the way he walks out, like, oh, and they're like, hey, this dude needs passage. He's wearing best car. Like, okay, like they're saying he's Mandalorian or (laughs) yeah, I watch it with subtitles. So like you can tell when he's sitting there and like the 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 Mon Calamari walks to the back and and talks to the corn is like, yeah, hey, this dude needs passage. This dude's wearing best car you should give him passage. And he kind of walks up. He's like, you can tell he's like weighing, weighing up his best car as he's looking at him. And he's like, Oh, you need passage, huh? Like, okay. (laughs) You you could tell instantly. You're like, this dude's going to fuck him up. I did not pick up on any of that. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was so, it was so innocent, man. I'm just like, 
I saw it and he's like, oh, that's the guy who's going to help him. All right, cool. He it's, walked up. He's being, you might as well like see his brow shift back and forth. Yeah. Like he just is like the typical villain. Like, and then they got mm, on the ship. Like twirling his face tentacle and shit and like, like a mustache. Have you ever like, seen a Mamacore feed before? <laughs> no. Then he goes, boom. He's like, you should, you know, at least the child would probably like to see it. I was like, okay, cool. He's just like fisherman, a fisherman showing yeah. this dude and the kid. You know, maybe the kid wants to grow up to be a fisherman someday. And then he's like, no, nah, you should get closer. Get a closer look, you know. I'm thinking, yeah. And then cool. he's like, it's, it's close enough. And then <laughs> the thing opened and he goes, maybe oh, we haven't fed her much or whatever. And then uh, he hits Baby Yoda and I go, ah, fuck, it's a trap. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I was sitting there like, what an asshole. <laughs> like, and so then I was like, wait, how are they going to? If they want the child, how are they going to get the child if it's eaten? And then I realized, oh, no, they want the armor. Because they knock yeah. him in like, oh, just man, they can get the armor. Dude, yeah. it's so much different. Because I don't watch with subtitles, and I was stoned. So I'm so much more innocent. I'm like, why would they ever want to take – why would they ever <laughs> want to jump him? And look at the little right. kid. You don't want to hurt the little kid. Meanwhile, yeah. just chucking a little green child into a worm's mouth. You just kicked him. Just boom crazy but uh um, very sarlacc reminiscent yeah like with the big water mouth sarlacc. Right on top yeah um i would say that uh going back to the whole death watch and child of the watch and how it possibly how they came to be so like you said the death watch ended up turning into the mall deloreans shadow collective right so what if there was a group of because i don't think they're gonna go the route of he is from a sect of religious like i don't think they're gonna go the route of like oh he's the direct descendants of the shadow collective i think they're gonna go the route of so when the night owls split off because of the shadow collective there was another group that split off that called themselves the children of the watch and they because they didn't maybe they didn't like the way bo-katan 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 I say Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. I think it's Bo-Katan. Okay. I don't remember how she introduced herself. Uh, don't, yeah, just write us in on our email because no one emails us. That's not true. Somebody did email us, Travis. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, I do have, I want to, later I'm going to do the pilot, pilot, the planet thing, but I want to do Mandalore. So we'll do a little bit more uh, history of the planet Mandalore for those of you out there who are interested in knowing more about planets. Um, but anyway, I think they're going to be more of like, like I said, they're going to be a religious sect that kind of split off. They didn't necessarily like the way Bo-Katan uh, ran things. Probably they probably, it was probably a traditionalist or a group of traditionalists who are like, now nah, we're not going to be shadow collective, but we're not going to go join the night owls or whatever they're called. Um, we're going to create our own. We'll be called the children of the watch and we're going to go around. We're going to wear all this armor, whatever, they probably still they probably still rep the death watch you know they call themselves if they, <laughs> if they call themselves bless you the children of the watch that means they probably still like the death watch but they don't want to be considered the death watch because everybody thinks death watch is the shadow collective now and they're going to go around being we're going to go get more people boost our numbers and we'll we'll teach the true ways Find of the mandalore boundaries. yes yeah. Um, and I think that's the way they're going to end up going with it. Cause I don't think that they're going to want to basically say that they are descendants of the bad guys, you know? Sure. I mean, they might, 
but I, I think they'll probably go like, oh, no, actually, there's a group that you didn't see in the cartoons, you know, and this is what yeah. they are. So they could still have some originality uh, for them. But, uh, yeah, dude, I thought it was a dope thing. And then, yeah, she tells uh, she tells him to go. F- go. Where did they? Where did she tell him to go? Uh, it was a planet. I want to say Corvin, Corvin, something like that. To yeah. find Ahsoka Tano, dude. So stoked. Do you think they'll give it to us next week, or do you think they're gonna have another filler rep in between? I think we at least see Ahsoka Tano by the end of next week's episode. She shows up. I think it's going to be him traveling there, trying to fucking find her. And at the very end, it's going to be... At the very end, he's on his stomach or on his back, knocked down from some shit. He gets saved, and then you just see the orange hand extend. Yep. And then it's Ahsoka standing above him. God, I'm excited. Bro. I love Ahsoka, man. I love Ahsoka. She she is... (sighs) She's probably... Like, probably my... Like, it's 1A, 1B as far as favorite Jedi is her and Rey. Yeah. I mean, sorry, Ray haters. I can't help it, but um, yeah, I don't like the more I see of her, the more I feel like she is straight up like Qui Gon incarnate, basically like reincarnated. She, her, she seems to be more just true to the principles of life and the Force. You know, I haven't yeah. watched all of Rebels, or sorry, oh, I haven't watched all of Rebels. I haven't watched all of Clone Wars. I haven't even seen. I didn't even watch the, like the Clone Wars movie, uh, the, that started everything off, where you get introduced to Ahsoka, I believe. But, um, I don't know. She's dope as shit, and she, for a good period of time, wields two lightsabers. That were 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 those Saj Ventress's lightsabers? No, no. I, I don't remember where she gets them, but one of them's shorter than the other. I know that they yeah. were blue. Because it's she... supposed to be it's supposed to be like the the katana wakazashi, like a daisho, yeah, concept. Um, yeah, where you fight with both, and she like, okay, I like how she holds them backwards too. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, what were you gonna say though? That they're blue, and then oh, that eventually when she's the fulcrum, which is the anonymous informant to the rebel alliance uh she wields white lightsabers right and so i thought okay i read somewhere that she had the blue ones or the she had a blue she had a blue lightsaber mm-hmm. and then i could have swore that she took Asajj Ventress's lightsabers and they were red, but she cured the, she healed the kyber crystals on the inside, which turned them white. That could be a hundred percent true. I don't know. Um, I know that she leaves the, I'm pretty sure the blue sabers at the very end of the last episode of Clone Wars. Yeah. Where she like leaves them in front of the helmets of the clones. Yeah. The and, ones that Anakin gave back to her like a couple it, episodes before. Exactly. When when she was, quote, unbanished from the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. But then it flashes to Vader walking up on this Ugh. memorial for the clones. And he sees the lightsabers. And he knows that they're Ahsoka's. Oh, of course he does. Because Anakin's yeah. not completely gone in there. Dude. No. Ugh. Dude, that, dude, not having not even seen the whole series, like to me, it's still, it was so beautiful, dude. I was like, God damn. 
I love like, and this is a little bit of a, a side venture, but I love new Vader struggling with his personal identity and coming to terms with the choices that he's yeah. made. I really like the Vader series. Uh, the most recent one where he like goes and uh, goes to like Padme's tomb mm-hmm. and she, he runs into Padme at Padme's tomb. Right. Yeah. And he's like, he walks up and he's like, what the fuck? And he like pulls out a lightsaber and it's, it's Padme, but you come to find out, that because the royalty of Naboo always had doubles, this was one of Padme's like handmaidens, like one of yeah. her doubles. Yeah. And all of her handmaidens basically formed together into this badass little militia to like protect the tomb and, and whatever. Yeah. But um, I love I remember and they that. end up yeah. they end up like working together to I, I forget what it was. It's been a little bit since I've read it. But I love that new Vader uh that whole time where he's like discovering and and being as cold and he's being the vader that we know but like with all of the knowledge that we know now about anakin like you can't help but like wonder like what percentage of that is fluttering in the back of his head or like when even up to when he finds out about luke and stuff and so like boba fett informs him in the bridge that like oh i i tracked him down his name is skywalker right and vader's like skywalker like i have a son and he could just he, all the fucking glass starts busting around him and you can just see well that's like that what mike was talking emotion. about when he yeah well i think it's the legends version when he first finds out that he has a son and was lied to and he was being yeah. so i mean we if you listen to that episode with mike kaminsky you remember that part uh him talking about it where he got so mad in his chamber like filled with anger he actually ended up healing himself which is mm-hmm. like not supposed to happen which i like that side. i like that too i want to figure out what that's from because i want to read that yeah but so yeah, is, this, no, I, is this vader series is this the one where he's building his castle on mustafar no there's a few different because there's two series. different like marvel vader series and yeah. star wars theory did like a 45 minute long voice voiceover version of one of them and i watched yeah. that whole thing but i what you're talking about with him thinking he's seeing padme and then it turns out being one of her hand maidens or whatever protecting the tomb right I remember seeing that, but I don't remember if I saw it in a standalone video or if I watched it in, I don't remember where I saw it, but I remember seeing that somewhere. Yeah. I, uh, I recently read the comic. I, I read most of my comics through the Marvel unlimited app, which they basically the newest comics they have are comics that released in like July. So I'm caught up to then for this series, mm-hmm. but there's a few different, darth vader titled series that take place there's like the 2015 vader series and then there's this one which i think is a 2019 series if i'm correct yeah but they take place at different times so like there was the vader series that you know there's a vader series that takes place like right after the events of revenge of the sith and there's a vader series that takes place um during like the complete reign of the empire and that's where we get like dr afra and and all that stuff which I don't know if you know much about Afra, but she was kind of a dope character. No, the name sounds familiar, but I don't really know anything about her. She was like a, uh, she's this young, like witty girl that kind of worked as a personal like spy for Vader. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's they made a whole comic series of the Doctor okay. Afra series, which nice. I haven't really read. I've yeah. only read the the ones where it shows Afra from the Vader series, but I don't have the info in front of me. But right. there's a few different Vader series. So solved the mystery of 
the Ahsoka Tano lightsabers. So the ones Maybe. that she, the duels that she starts with, because she has the blue one. I don't know what happens to the blue one, but according to the canon version on Wikipedia, the the duels that she has, the Shoto, which is the shorter one, they're two separate lightsabers. The tall, the regular one is just a green lightsaber. Um, I can't remember what just uh, what the fuck I just saw. It. Anyway, it's a green one. The small one is a is like a uh, yellow green, so it's a oh. little different color uh, because it was the um, it was a different Jedi's lightsaber, I believe. So she had the she had the green and the the yellow green, and then. When she became, what did she become? When she switched positions, became a different role or whatever. Whatever you said, she got banished, didn't she? She became. Well, she got banished, and then she ended up coming back, like right before the siege of Mandalore. Not that. But then but when uh, she has the down weapons. later, yeah, she becomes Fulcrum. Fulcrum, which is like an anonymous information right. giver to so the those Rebel dual lightsabers, um, are. She built them herself, so I was wrong about where the sabers themselves came from. Uh, from components she had picked up on her travels, and then the kyber crystals were reclaimed from the lightsaber of the Imperial Inquisitor known as the Sixth Brother. Oh, okay. So, and I believe the Inquisitors, a lot of them had double-sided lightsabers, right? Yeah, they had some cool lightsabers. Really cool lightsabers. One of them had like the lightsaber as like the circle that. Like, Which, if you remember from Solo. Vader, when he pulls his saber in, has some sort of like handguard on it that looked very similar to uh, uh, Inquisitors. Really? Yeah, it wasn't I the. Don't, I don't it wasn't that. the. If when we're done with this, if you just jump to that scene on Disney Plus, uh, it doesn't have. It's not his traditional one. Like he when he gets his cut in half by Obi Wan, it's got yeah. some weird like like handguard on it. It's pretty interesting. interesting. It's not cool. perfectly round, but. Um, yeah, but there's one there nonetheless. But uh, yeah, so the the crystals were from the sixth brother's lightsaber that she reclaimed them, which is like healed them from. Because I I don't know if it's canon. It is canon because it's in the Darth Vader comic series where he has to corrupt the crystal in that one Jedi's lightsaber. He turns it from green to red because you have to use your anger, essentially anger and hate, to corrupt the crystal, and that's what turns the crystal red. You know what? I have to throw in because there are probably people listening that don't know what we're talking about. For anyone who doesn't know, Ahsoka Tano is the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars. So she is never shown in any of the episode one, two, and three, the prequel movies. She is introduced in the Clone Wars animated series that's helmed by Dave Filoni, who is one of the people that have created the Mandalorian. Right. So they were they're kind of tying these animated series characters like Bo-Katan and Ahsoka into the Mandalorian because they have the same people behind them. Uh, the sixth brother, he was an Inquisitor along with all of the other brothers and sisters. And the Inquisitors were essentially Force-sensitive people that were not Sith or Jedi, but they were dark side users who were corrupted by Darth Vader and tasked with hunting down and killing any remaining Jedi that survived order 66. Right. Sorry to cut you off, but no, I just no, realized all good. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about all this stuff. There's that, people that don't know well, what we're talking instance, about. For instance, Travis, who's the, yeah, whatever. I have plugged our podcast on the other one. Uh, he is, he's one of those groups of people who has not, he has no idea probably what the hell we're talking about. Um, 
the blue lightsaber. So the, the original lightsabers that she has, the green and the, the yellow green, yeah. are the ones that Anakin gives back to her. But he was the one who was doing the tinkering and made some customizations and turned them both blue. So instead of them being mismatched. When you said they were green, I'm like, for some reason, I'm picturing them blue. But he tinkered with them. And that's why when she ignited it, it was all that big deal because they were like this beautiful blue. And he goes, and I'm pretty, I don't remember the exact line, but he says something to the effect of when she ignites them and he goes, and I may have made a few changes myself or something like that. And so I, I think that was like a sentiment to be like, uh, I feel like it was like, cause his saber is blue, you know? So like I, he made his saber, her sabers match his saber, dude. Like it's so, doesn't, doesn't Vader, uh, ignite the saber too at the end. I don't know. I need to rewatch clone wars, man. I only watched that seven season once. Uh, but I want to say he lights it. Cause I have, for some reason in my head, a vision of, uh, like the silhouette of Vader holding a blue lightsaber. Um, I know he picks it up out of the snow because he sometimes, I, unknown amount of time later, he comes back to the wreckage, um, yeah. and picks up her sabers out of the snow. Um, I'm just gonna do a quick. Uh, I'm gonna do a quick uh, uh, check real fast, and uh, uh, confirm this uh, or not confirm it. Either way, while, while you're looking that up, um. I wanted to not change topic, but just touch on another thing I really liked about Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Them taking over that Imperial cruiser was so badass. It was so good. Dude, it was so sick. They took out the whole cruiser. And then at the very end, you had the dude straight up like, you know, he he gets the transpondence from Moff Gideon. And he's like, you know what you need to do. And they're like, long live the Empire. And he's going to straight up crash that ship. Uh, that ship. Suicide. He just, kills both like, pilots. Yeah. Bam, bam. Ruthless. And uh, that was so cool. I, I just loved that whole scene. That was just pure good Star Wars action. I had that actor's name. Yes, he did ignite the lightsaber. He's standing there. So. He's standing there with it in both hands, and then he ignites it. Uh, and as he does so, he looks it up the length of the blade and then looks up and sees one of the flying animals in the air uh, and then turns it off. Well, he just stares into the sky for a little bit with holding it to his side. Who knows what the fuck he's thinking. I really do like how in the anime, like, they, so for, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but in the OT, um, Vader's eye ports, right? They look black, but they're red from the inside. And then, like, the guy has to be able to see out of them. So there would be times when the light hits it and you can see the guy's face on the inside. Um, but if you look at pictures, right, whenever you see a Vader mask, it's just all black everything, right? Yeah. Um, but they took the time to, to make the eye red ports hue. red, and you can yeah. see Anakin's face underneath. Barely, yeah. but you can see. You can see his eyes. Angry-ass eyes, bro. Yeah. Like, who knows what the fuck he's thinking? And then just staring up, he ends up turning the saber off moving his cloak to the side like a badass and then you just see the reflection of him walking away in the 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 clone war or the clone trooper's helmet visor ha huh. such a deep moment so man. beautiful bro and you know like ahsoka probably left those so that vader would find them because she knew he'd think, come back think, well not only that but to think that she was dead so she wouldn't oh, come right and and search for her but 
you see it and it's like that's when you realize like he realizes everybody he loves is dying and he like this is a whole episode in itself but like just the whole i and i still don't know the answer of vader submitting himself so fully to the dark side but forgetting why he did it and him force choking padme and him squaring off with obi-wan who's been not only a brother figure but a father figure and um and yelling he hate i hate you and like just so broken now i'm just i'm I'm just thinking about vader now yeah but like it's it's so heartbreaking like it really is you know he doesn't know what happened to his kids until 19 years later when luke emerges um he he knows padme's dead he thinks ahsoka is dead and he's just a cold-hearted killer now like he just he he forgets why he turned in the first place to save the people he loves and then he's just once he lost padme it was it was over well the dark side is like the way i've i've grown to understand the dark side of the force is like it's a cancer that's why it's so dangerous. That's why Yoda yeah. I mean, Yoda was right until he wasn't when it came to Luke um bringing back Vader, but Yoda's entire warning to Anakin is once you start down the path of the dark side, there is no coming back. Yeah. And maybe lesser Jedi than Anakin Skywalker can't come back, you know. Maybe it's just whatever's in that Skywalker blood that makes it so they're so goddamn powerful that they can come back. Uh, But they are so easily tempted and tormented that it's very easy for them. If you look at, I mean, I think as far as pure strength, um, like mental fortitude, not just force strength, strength in the force, Luke is by far the strongest of the three Skywalker dudes, right? Of the three Skywalker men. And like, I think Leia's probably the strongest Skywalker as far as, you know, mental fortitude and all that shit. But Luke is the only one who didn't completely fall to the dark side. I mean, he, he dabbles. Leia sense that she was going to, and that's why she didn't finish her training. No, didn't she have like some sort of vision. The, the, the vision she had was of her son, um, of her son. I don't remember if it was Ben turning to the dark side or Ben dying. Um, but because she had visions of negative shit happening, not her turning to the dark side, but about Ben, she wanted to put the lightsaber down because she was worried that her pursuing the path of the Jedi would then lead to something. I got to rewatch that scene when Luke's talking about it. But um, yeah, she literally just gave up being a Jedi in hopes that um, Ben would learn from Luke and not fall to the dark side. Um, That was one thing going back to that news thing we were talking about earlier with George Lucas, uh, with Darth, um, Darth, I want to say Thanos. <laughs> what the hell Talon. is Talon? Yeah. Uh, he was going to have her, um, she was going to be like the main actor 
as far as Maul and, and Talon go, like it's, she would be the front person, right? And she, like the, the point behind it was Talon was going to seduce, like not just seduce the, the solo Leia and Han's kid to the dark side, but like literally seduce him to the dark side. Yeah. Um, because she's hot as fuck, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> uh, but that was George's idea was that it was going to be her that using love or lust or whatever it is was going to yeah. be the reason that brings him to the dark side. But going back to what I was saying about the Skywalkers, we saw it with Ben. We saw it with uh, Anakin. They both came back. So, you know, it's possible, but the dark side is such a tempting and cancerous thing that there is on there it basically is a cancer it once you give into it it doesn't hold back it's evil in a sense you know and so it it you know it it makes sense to me like it's vader almost not a cancer as much as this like heroin like yeah it, just, it takes a little bit of it and then you're just down this fucking spiral that's, yeah you're never going to get out of because you just you love the power of it. And... But also in the sense of maybe it's like a bit of both where, yes, as far as the addictiveness goes and like, you know, like, you know, you can't like, you know, you want to not. You know, there are times when you're like, I, I just I know this is wrong. You know, Ben deals with that as Kylo uh, the whole time. Sorry. You're good. You're good. COVID kid. It's all good. Um Stop hitting this jewel. I know, right? Um, the uh, he he's the most obvious. So, so we had Vader. You know, we had Vader, and we we knew that he was like, oh, like in the OT, he's the Stone Cold Killer. He finds out he's got a kid, and his first thought: bring him to join me, so we can take over Palpatine's spot, and we can rule the galaxy. It's a power yeah. play, you know. It's not until yeah. he turns back to Anakin or he sees. Luke's sacrifice to to save him that it brings him back but it's this new shit that we're learning about Vader where we see him battling it whereas with Kylo on screen it's just a constant like battle of I mean he fucking talks to the Vader helmet in Force Awakens I felt the pull to the light again show me the darkness and I will you know continue where you left off and then throughout uh the in, in TLJ, Snoke says to him, "You know, you're nothing but a child in a mask," and uh, he, he says, "Oh, he says uh, something about you know, you're not ready." And then he says, "I killed Han Solo," acting like that was a big deal to him. Yeah. And then Snoke's like, "In the, in the deed, come, I didn't hesitate." Yeah, I did not. I yeah. did not hesitate. And he goes, "In doing so, the act tore you to the to your core." Which then yeah. tells you, like, boom, yeah, you killed your you killed your dad, but it made it worse. It didn't turn you to the dark side the way you thought it would. Now you just the light side screaming at you even more, and you know, like, it, you look at someone like Maul, who's just he is. I want to say Maul is more dark side pure pure dark side than Sidious is, because Sidious was dark side because power. Maul yeah. was dark side because dark side because yeah. anger and hatred. Like and he was he, born to dark side witchcraft, and that's literally what's his life. He was not in it to get power until later, but even then, 
all he wanted to do was kill Kenobi. That's all he wanted to do was kill Kenobi. <laughs> he wanted revenge, yeah. Yeah, so um, I don't know how we started talking. To, oh, we were because we were talking about Vader and all that good shit. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think the dark side itself is just like you, you, you forget why you turn to the dark side because the dark side makes you forget. The yeah. dark side is like, no, 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 no. It doesn't matter why anymore. All that matters is that you use the dark side. That's it. Whereas yeah. the light side, I don't know. I mean, it feels like the light side's a little more cut and dry than that. But um, yeah, like having to get into Vader's mind about like remembering Padme, remembering that he thinks he killed her, <laughs> you know, because yeah. Sidious said so. Um, I honestly think though, and we could we could speculate on this on a different episode or something like that. But I honestly think that Vader, had he known, if any, so Obi Wan obviously hid the kids from Vader because he was a, terrified that he'd come and kill him. But I think if Anakin would have found out, Vader would have found out, um, before he was like full-blown right hand to Sidious. I think it might've turned him early. I think it, I think that might've been the thing. I think that was one of Obi-Wan's many blunders that led to the creation of Darth Vader. One of many. Yes. Yeah. Like every single thing he ever did. I love Obi-Wan, but you like, he was not a father figure. He was a brother figure. Well, he didn't want to be, he was, he was literally, he was literally from Tatooine was, yeah, he was just, Qui-Gon's like, nah, motherfucker, we're doing it. Yeah. Qui-Gon's... In, like, Qui-Gon, in his... leave that kid in the desert, man. <laughs> Why are He's we bringing crash him? crash a pod yeah. in the next year or two. The galaxy will be fine. <laughs> what was that meme you posted? <laughs> Little did he know. Oh, Anakin yeah. Would actually Anakin's be like, I don't want to be any trouble. You won't be a problem. You won't be any. Yeah. And it's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. As it would turn out, Anakin would, in fact, be a problem. Would, in fact, be a problem. Head on over to Only Legends Pod on Instagram to uh, check out fun content like that. Yes, sir. All right, but yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap up the Mandalorian shit. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the 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 planet thing for another time. Um, I wanted to touch on this little talking point before we get into this life day quiz you wanted to do. All right. So, good friend of the podcast, Chelsea Johnson, he sent us a thing. That I then I have I have seen on the internet since, but um, the question was: Should they, with modern technology, remake the original trilogy? And this is where the conversation gets interesting. So, Spencer, you look like you absolutely love this idea. So you should now keep in mind, people listening: This is not a rumor. This is not something that is in the talks of happening. This is somebody who literally was just like, hey, do you guys think they should remake it? And it's just a talking point. So this isn't based on any facts or rumors that there is this is in the works or anything. It's just a good discussion. So Spencer, what do you think and why? The only answer to that is fuck no. Now, here's the deal. I, uh... We have spent we've we've touched on this before we have spent a majority of our time in this universe 
in the same 60 year period. I'm with the let the past die camp. Okay. Now that, that being said, you don't fuck with perfection. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying the movies are perfect, but I'm saying like, no, 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 no. You don't remake star Wars movies. Okay. We don't launch new remakes of shit. Okay, we build on the universe that exists. This is this is the way. This is the tradition of Star Wars since its inception. You don't change it, you build. That being said, if I am 70 years old, okay? Let's let's fast forward in time. I'm 70 years old. I'm 27 right now, by the way. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm 70 years old. And I've got my, you know, Spencer Kaprowski the third sitting on my lap. Like, hey, Grandpa, let's watch Star Wars. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, let me load up Disney Plus 10.0 and let's watch some Star Wars, right? And I were to find out way, 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 way in the future that like, okay, yeah, okay, it's, it's time to remake this shit. Sure. Right now? No. In the 2030s, we'll see. In the 2040s, okay. I We are not ready for this. Okay, this isn't Batman. This isn't let's recast and re-envision and reboot it every motherfucking 10 years. This isn't that. This is fucking Star Wars. This has been the same canonical story that we have built on for the last however long 1977 40 something fucking years 43 years hell no 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 that's my no just no let's they shouldn't i'm not saying that technology isn't dope now okay all i'm saying is us as a fan base i'm gonna say us i'm talking to all of us star wars fans okay look at the 1990s special editions and the changes that the the minute fucking changes that were made there. Some good, some bad. Putting a rock in front of R2 on Tatooine, cool. He's a little bit more hidden from the Jawas. Putting windows on the beautiful Cloud City scape so that it wasn't just endless corridors of white walls. Hell yeah, show off that beautiful pink-orange sky in the back. I'm all for that. That singing bitch that ruined the Jabba's palace scene in Return of the Jedi... No, hell no. That should have never happened. I cringe every time I watch that. It is horrible. Okay? The the celebration at the end of that same movie when they blow up Death Star 2 and everything's good and Palpatine's dead and Vader's dead and long live the New Republic and they, they flash to Naboo and you see a Gungan... That shit did not need to be in that movie either. What about okay? Hayden Christensen as Anakin? And the, I'm the I'm against that too. I'm yep. against that too. I I'm that should have never happened. If you're not going to put you and McGregor next, like why why when Obi Wan dies, he's this old decrepit fart. But Anakin, and don't give me his oaks because that's the last time he was on the good side. Nah, no, man, this motherfucker turned back to the good side <laughs> when he take off my helmet, son, and let me look and no, that that was Anakin. He should have stayed old motherfucking Anakin. That being said, 
these don't even get me shot han shot first okay han blasted greedo because he's like this motherfucker's gonna shoot me he is a smuggler's dope fucking instinct and he capped greedo before he capped him as it should be none of this no no well han's a role model and han needs to shoot reflectively <laughs> so we're gonna put out five different edits where greedo's gonna shoot and miss his head fucking in 10 different directions and han's then gonna shoot him and walk away because it's justified nah fuck that just like in solo where he shoots beckett in the fucking stomach han shoots first that being said this is how heated the fan base gets over these kinds of issues right these, these tiny, minute, stupid things when it comes down to it. You want to remake these movies? Hell no. Dude, it, it would never be accepted. It would never be loved. It would be the, the Star Wars redheaded stepchild. It would go down in history as another holiday special that nobody wants to watch. I'm not saying it wouldn't be visually entertaining and that the, the effects wouldn't be state-of-the-art and shit. We don't fuck with Han, Luke, and Leia. We let Han, Luke, and Leia be. That being said, I would like to see them younger casted. We've we touched on this before. Millie Bobby Brown playing Princess Leia. I'm all for that. Alden Ehrenreich playing young Han Solo. I loved it. He did a great job. He did a great job. Uh, whoever they want to cast to be young Luke. Sebastian I don't really Stan. care to see. I don't really care to see young Luke. I don't care. I want to see Luke. Post Return of the Jedi, building his new Jedi Order. But you I don't want to see a young him. version. I gotta go to Tashi Station and pick up some power. I don't want to see that Luke playing. I want to join the Imperials. I don't want to see that Luke either. Okay, I want to see him establishing his new order. That being said, don't fuck with the OT. Okay, I feel like we found a Tyler. New... Your thoughts? I feel like we found a new catchphrase. That being said, that's going to have to be on a T-shirt more so than one hundred percent. We've we've surpassed the one hundred percent. Um. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. This is a... <laughs> uh, no. Uh, here's the thing, man. <clears throat> Star Wars Original Trilogy is amazing. Right? Yeah. I love it for everything that has brought me. You are that not... Being said, that being said... That being said... Oh, no. <clears throat> uh, there's no stopping the moving train of progress. Okay? Now... Here's here's what I'm here's what I would be on board with. Okay? I would be on if 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 in 5 years they say Hey everybody. We've got Sebastian Stan, Millie Bobby Brown, Alden Ehrenreich. We're going to remake the original trilogy, but it's not like, oh, we're going to take the original movies and we're going to take a lot of the main points and we're going to get to the same outcome, but we're going to do it a little different and remake it. No, I'm talking same dialogue, same concept of set places, literal remake. Because here's the thing, man. Um, those movies, they don't hold up to me. Um, have you, I don't know if you've tried to introduce new people to Star Wars. My wife. Yeah. She, she loves those OT, don't, don't she? She hates OT. Yeah. You know why? Because they're 1970s sci-fi. Because they're 1970s sci-fi. I, I understand that. You, but people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you're, when, you're, look, when, you're, when you're the head of Star Wars, right? And you're like, okay, well, I, I want people 
to be able to get into this. Now, I, I get your point of like we've stayed in the same 60-year period we can expand. We don't have to stay with the Skywalker saga. And let's be honest, they're never going to remake these movies. But if they did and they used those actors who would all fucking work perfectly as stand-ins, you know, you, you're never going to replace Carrie Fisher. You're never going to replace Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill. They're not being replaced. However, if you wanted to establish some sort of you wouldn't even have to remake the whole trilogy. You could just remake Return of the Jedi. You could just remake A New Hope. You wouldn't have to do the whole trilogy. I get what you're saying. Because if you want so if you want to see Spencer, if you want to see Luke Skywalker running around creating a new Jedi order. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Mark Hamill ain't getting any younger. And there's no way that you can say that Mark Hamill, not Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker aged that much. Don't get me wrong. They did a great job with making him look younger in TLJ when they had the flashback. But you're not convincing me that Kylo Ren or that Mark, that uh, uh, Luke Skywalker like is the only thing that's changed in the last five. Like he just, his, his hair just got gray and long. Like wh- when you see Luke flashback, He's old as shit, and he shouldn't look that old yet because they fucked up and they took too long to to bring Mark Hamill back in. But if you want to see a young, young, like you know, younger Luke post Jedi, you need someone to fill that in. And if and I'm if, not against recasting right. to build on the current story, right? The question was, do I want them to remake the OT? No, right. They can recast all they want. I was on board from so for so long from day one. And in my head, I'm like, it's no different than Ewan McGregor playing the the prequel character to Alec Guinness's Obi Wan. Right. Like, I'm I'm not opposed to the recasting. I'm opposed. Like, I like, like this is a one long canonical story. Yeah, there's the Skywalker saga, but the Star Wars saga in its entirety is a bunch of different story arcs pieced together to form this vast universe that we all know and love when they overlap shit so like this was something that like going back to uh season seven of clone wars when they did have the overlapping thing with uh with order 66 so we see some of the same dialogue from revenge of the sith that we do in the later episodes of the clone wars. Right. Um, that in itself, just the voice actors being different than the, the actors that portrayed them in the movie. That was enough for me to be like, they did it and they nailed it and I'm happy with it. But like continuity is a huge thing for me right i I can't have like i hate things that are conflicting okay i hate i hate story holes and shit not lining up where it's like this is supposed to be true and this is supposed to be true but if this is true this can't be true kind of shit yeah i i don't want them to even word for word like, I'm not saying they couldn't spruce up the Falcon and fucking get Johannes, whatever, the, the new Chewy dude. Like, 
I'm not saying they couldn't do it and make it work. I'm not saying I wouldn't pay and be there in the fucking theater opening night. I'm not saying that wouldn't happen. But what I'm saying is, A, this is all hypothetical. B, it's never going to happen. C, I don't really want it to. That's just personal opinion. I get what you're saying as far as like those movies have not aged well. So especially now we're talking about further generations, which... This I'm I'm gonna bring up one of our old talking points that like we've been meaning to get to, but we haven't about why we got into Star Wars. Right. Okay. If I didn't have the influence from my dad growing up, and shout out to my dad, I, I love my dad. If I didn't have the influence from him growing up, I would have never been a fan of Star Wars. If nobody had pushed it on me from a young age, if I were to be in middle school and high school and then just been like, oh, what are these? fucking random space sci-fi things i've heard all about oh i know what a lightsaber is that's that glowing sword thing and i had just no knowledge of the star wars universe and i sat down and i tried to watch new hope and empire and jedi i would have been like yeah these are cool but like they i i I wouldn't you're right they wouldn't resonate with me they wouldn't blow my mind they they weren't they aren't groundbreaking technology anymore that they were back then now me i was born in 93 Okay, so when I was born, I was born six years before the prequel trilogy came out. And my earliest childhood memories are me playing with Star Wars action figures and watching these movies with my dad. And because of that, I have nostalgia association. So I feel like I grew up with these movies to a to a point where once I hit a certain age, I didn't even view Star Wars as movies anymore. I viewed them as like this entire entity where like, I didn't view it as the OT and prequel trilogy. I just viewed it as like star Wars as this mystic, beautiful thing. And because of like, like I don't remember a time where I didn't know star Wars. There never was one. So like that being said with newer generations coming out, like it, you know, I'm approaching the age of 30. Okay. Let's say I pop a kid out in the next couple of years. I, once this kid is old enough to, to really comprehend and understand, I'm not saying obviously like if I have a newborn, they're going to be sitting there watching star Wars with me. It just is what it is. But like, I'm curious to see what are the three, four, five, six, seven year olds. What are their perception of the OT? Because that has to be the oldest thing that any of them are going to ever watch ever. You know what I'm saying? What other seventies, yeah. eighties franchise that hasn't been rebooted. Are these kids going to watch and grasp onto but you're right. Like these kids are, they're growing up in the age of like pure everything they watch is a multi, multi, multi million dollar project with the best technology put towards it. And I'm sitting here trying to shove these 1977, 80, and 83 movies onto them. And be like, look at this. It's fucking awesome. They shot this. And this isn't the, you know, you see how the surface of the Death Star, it's really the back of a washing machine. And like, they don't give a shit about that. I like that shit because I, I'm curious at how stuff is made. Right. But like, for strictly that purpose i could feasibly understand a remake i don't necessarily interesting. want to do it no so because i find that interesting because so like when you first watched it you were how old i have no idea right i was like i've, six al- I've always known these movies so these movies came out or the Episode one came out when I was eight. I was born in February of 92. 
Uh, you were born almost exactly one year later than me. It was actually 366. One year and one day. Yeah, 66 days later. Um, yep. I watched the my aunt. Uh, me and my three sisters um, were staying with my aunt for my aunt Tracy for the weekend, and I was like seven. I think I was like seven years old. Um, it was right before the uh, episode one came out. And at least I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it might have actually been like the same fucking year it came out. Um, but I remember that her like we all went over there and she's like, we're going to watch Star Wars. And I was like, what the hell? She had the box set on VHS. Yeah, um, we had that same. Yeah, the, the old school one. Yeah. yeah. And so and we just sat down. I remember I remember we watched it over the course of the weekend. So I think we watched uh like a new hope no i think we watched it all in one day i think it was like woke up in the morning with breakfast sat down with new hope and by the time it was dinner time we were finishing up jedi you know and so like it was something like as soon as i saw new hope and i saw luke with the lightsaber and flying the x-wing i was hooked i was like i love this i love this but i didn't think about how they made it that wasn't until way later when i was older and i started learning more about how things were made in it and how it wasn't, you know, cause when I was a kid, I didn't think about the meta. I didn't think about behind the scenes. I was like star Wars force using lightsabers. What the hell, you know, Darth Vader, yeah. Luke Skywalker, spaceships flying around, jump into hyperspace. Like this is amazing. And then episode one came out and then it was Darth Maul and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and just, Fucking pod racing, blaster fire, lightsabers battles, Bright acrobatic dude. Just yeah. it was it was a like boom, crazy, yeah. right right there. Um had I not been an impressionable seven year old when my aunt was like, Let's watch Star Wars, if I was twenty, I would I, I honestly cannot like as a almost thirty year old I have to be forced to watch anything older than uh, like a 1990s movie I've already watched a million times, you know, other than Star Wars. And like I have tried to get people to watch the OT and they have no interest. Right. They, they, they're like, uh, whatever. These are they're just so old. They're, and even then. And because of that, they won't even watch the new shit because the story's too far gone at that point. They're not interested. They don't like the, yeah, I know the name Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader who doesn't, you know, but, but to like, that's so with the people that are like our age that haven't watched star Wars, that don't care about star Wars and you want to get them into it. You got to be like starting with the sequel trilogy because they go from Avengers to star Wars, new hope. Yeah. There's the now it like you were saying nowadays with the kids with their attention spans being this fucking small and the every production's a multi-million dollar budgeted production there's no way you can take somebody but you could still like you could take a 5-year-old tomorrow and sit them down and I guarantee they'll watch a, the the new hope and they'll be like this is awesome. You know, they'll be like lightsabers. I want a lightsaber. I want to be Luke Skywalker. They won't care. But once yeah. you hit a certain point of you know, progression in their life. And then there's an expectation of what is set for entertaining. You know, you have to do it early. I yeah. think 
recreate like recasting when you when you have you have like right now we are in a kind of a perfect timeline for the next probably 10 15 years i'd imagine barring any tragedies um with with the three we mentioned already the four if you consider the new guy johan whatever his name is playing chewbacca you have ewan mcgregor who's already reprising the alec guinness version of obi-wan kenobi who can continue in and actually be ben kenobi right and then like here okay yes spencer i am 100 percent on the same page as you look we do not touch what is sacred that no, being I'm pissed said, because you're going to turn me into saying I kind of want this. Well, here's because like that's I didn't even fucking think about that. Dude, you'd have you and McGregor playing old. Hello there out in the fucking desert. You remember that, Mon Mothma? Like, there's there's they, things that yeah, I would like about yeah. it. So so we have like, OK, for the sake of. For the sake of of Star Wars, you don't touch it because it's sacred, right? You don't. You're you're yep. not wrong. And I am on the same page as you. That being said, for spoon feed ability, yeah, like, not just, but not just that. On a personal level, on a personal level, I don't think they should do it because the people who are currently screaming at me or who have already turned off the podcast because uh, once again I've pissed off our fan base. Um, if they do this, if Disney were to do this, or whoever buy, and Disney's never selling. If they do this. You are essentially anybody over the age of 13 is never coming back. You know, you did the unthinkable. But with the where we are with technology, with all of the actors that could reprise them, I would love to see it. If it didn't, if it was just like, if it was just like, hey, Tyler, we spent a hundred billion dollars to make this one movie so you could watch it alone. Like I would love that. Cause I would love to see a re like a reimagining of, of Hayden Christensen in the Darth Vader suit going up against Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan in a new hope, but with less of like a touch and dicks type of lightsaber battle, Funky, you know, yeah. which, which I understand like and before anybody tries to rip my head off, I get it. George was, that was done specifically. George was trying to recreate like a typical samurai battle. Samurai battles in uh, feudal Japan were not flashy jump around karate things. They were very calculated. Step in, step in, strike back. Defend, strike. You know, it was not meant to be Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon and uh, Obi-Wan. It was meant to be Obi-Wan, you know, whatever. But it would be, and then you would have, and then you would have, uh, Sebastian uh, Winter Soldier is the guy um, versus Hayden Christensen in the in both fucking, you know, uh, both both Empire and Jedi having really awesome lightsaber battles. Um, We already before Frank Oz is gone to still do the puppet Yoda voice. And then at the end of Jedi, it makes sense that Hayden Christensen's a fucking force ghost because he actually played the actor. You yeah. know, played the character. That being like, but you're right. You could I, even I, have I, have Tom Kane voice yeah, Yoda. You, yeah, exactly. You you could. Um, that being said, it's not going to fucking happen. It's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I, I'm but sorry I would, for coming off aggressive. No, 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 but no, like, no. I, I, I was hoping I for that, dude. These. The look, you know, I was so excited when I saw the look on your face, just waiting for me to turn you loose. I was like, this is gold. And he's going to hate me when I say my side. But 
the the thing is, I would love to see it because I do I do want to see it with nowadays technology. Because honestly, I watch the only reason why I watch the OT nowadays is because it's the OT. But I rarely make it through an entire one before I switch it off or go. Do How something would you else. feel about a complete, not scene for scene, but literally frame by frame remaster, to where? They redid everything how it's supposed to be, but they incorporated modern day, not only CGI, but practical effects. And they literally did a frame by frame remaster. Remaster meaning it's the same exact film. Same exact every, yeah, but all everything redone up. I'm talking about John Williams music remastered. Everything just completely punched up to where you could put it on 4K and be like, oh shit, this was filmed last week. Uh, under one condition. Well, under a lot Han of conditions. <laughs> well, yeah, that the first thing Han shoots, Han shoots only. Um, cause I, Greedo doesn't fire right in the original. Fuck, he he dies, right? Like that. Um, well, dude, well, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not going to put you on the spot like that because I haven't seen the, like the, the original printing since the so first long. time I ever watched star Wars. That's the only time I ever saw it. I owned it. And I have I don't a. I have it. a. My buddy Greg. He he owns it on DVD, uh, whatever they call it. What there's a name for it? No, no, no. The 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 remake or the remaster it's with the unmastered. Or yeah, whatever. the the special yeah. edition one is called McClunky. I think is what they they nicknamed it, McClunky. <laughs> um, it's like that's what it's known as, um, because of the neck movement of of Han Solo. Uh, but if they were to take out. Greedo shooting first and you take out the CGI that was added and then they remaster the, which is impossible. Cause I think George, it's not impossible, but George destroyed the original tape of the actual original. Cause he wanted all of the special additions to be what is known as the Canon version. So it would fit with his uh, prequel trilogy. So I've heard, um, I would, Those yeah, no, you, but what you said, what you bro. said, of course I would watch it, dude. If someone's like, we're going to remaster it to 4k, I'm like, I'm in, I'm buying it right now. I'm pre-ordering. Um, also if they said that, Hey, December, you know, 19th rolls around and a completely reboot or remake, not reboot. There's a difference. Uh, a remade version is coming out with all of those actors in it. I'm also, I'm also in line for that too. You like know? I said, that'd be like, their opening night. I would but... take my lightsaber hilt with me. I'd be there. I'd buy. I fucking... hope that I hope that they would prove me wrong. Well, exactly. If that were to if because... that were to ever happen, for my love of Star Wars, I would hope that they did it justice. It's literally what happened when we walked into Rise of Skywalker. You, me, and Mike all went into that movie saying, "Please, please straighten the ship." Yeah, we went in fully aware that this could be a dumpster fire, and we were like. We that, part of the reason why we love that movie is because how many times do you think we hit each other throughout that movie? Like, bro, like, I, I remember more vividly how many times I almost cried as well as as soon as he goes, as soon as Kylo says, you have his power. I remember going and then slapping my knee. I remember throwing my hand in the air and dropping it like, God damn it. Of course, you, 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 you fucking the easy way out. You're a Palpatine. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's creative. Anyway, I still love it. But <laughs> but um no, I of course, like I was all I wanted out of that was was a good back and forth and and I was I intended to play devil's advocate the whole time. I'm glad that you were immediately cuz I'm I agree with you, man. Like don't touch it. That doesn't have to. And you know what? I don't want to be 
I don't, I really wish people could sit down and watch the OT and it's not, it's not their fault. You know, it's not their fault. They can't sit through it. We've been so conditioned with practically perfection, uh, with this, with the way technology is these days and in the way we're stuck glued to our phones, like we've been programmed to expect a certain result and it's not their fault that they can't sit through a 1977 slow ass movie. Um, we were lucky enough to be exposed to it at a very impressionable age. So no, I don't think they're going to do it. If they did it, I would be fir- I would be one of the first in line to watch it. I'd be supportive because I love Star Wars. Um, and if even if it, if it was a trash movie, we wouldn't have to. We'd be like, all right, put that on the shelf with the holiday, you know, special. Um, y'all want to watch the original one now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't. They, let's be honest; they're never going to. I know, like Disney's going to want to focus on creating their own version of everything. Um, and by the sounds of it, I mean, fucking the high Republic is going to be what they're focusing on, Yeah, you know, and, and I guarantee we'll get a movie probably out of it, if not a, a series, you know, on, yeah. on Disney plus, but, um, yeah, well, let's end it on a life day quiz <laughs> oh, yeah. on, a, on a, on a, on a lighter note. All right, man. Uh, yeah. So going in tow with the, uh, Lego holiday special that's coming out. Um, StarWars.com released a quiz about where in the Star Wars galaxy should you celebrate Life Day? Um, and it's literally just what it sounds. In the spirit of the Wookiee season, make the jump to hyperspace to the special Star Wars holiday. So it's literally just a series of questions that I thought that we could kind of both do at the same time and see what yeah. kind of answers we get. And, you can find uh, this on StarWars.com as of November 14th, 2020. You can find this on StarWars.com. Yeah. Um, do you have it up? I have it open. Let's do it, my man. So first question, what's your favorite season? I'm going summer. Mine's spring, bro. Summer's too hot. Too much rain Um, in spring for me. Well, and yeah, I guess April showers bring May flowers though, my man. Um, not if it's summer all the time, bro. And summer, bro. Like, I don't know. My balls sweat. And I hate walking out and having sweat drip from my forehead and <laughs> I, big I ass forehead. <laughs> my... <laughs> All right. That's a serious question too. What uh, makes for what... an ideal vacation? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we got relaxing by the pool. We got sightseeing. We got spending time with family and friends. We got eating exotic cuisine. Um, I, let's see. It's kind of a hard one. I mean, all of these would make for ideal vacation. I am going to go ahead and say sightseeing because that is something that I want to do more. How about you? Uh, Spending time with family and friends. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Question number three, what's your favorite sport to play? Tennis, soccer, baseball, or roller derby? I've never played any of these sports. So I'm going to go with the most Portland one. So shout out to Roller Holland Derby. Roller Derby. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, so I played soccer and baseball. I played one year of soccer. As far as competitively, I played it one year in kindergarten. I played a couple years of baseball. I actually, from the moment I could walk, was being taught baseball. <clears throat> I played t-ball when I was young. Nice. I skip. I, I think I, I skipped T-ball altogether and went straight up to one s- step above that. 
I was um, on a bowling league for like eight years of my bowling life. Bowling is what's up. I love bowling. I love bowling, bro. Um, I'm gonna ah, fuck, but I think soccer is more fun to play than baseball is. But tennis is fun too. I've played that recreationally. I love used. I never roller skate. I roller skated and ate shit multiple times. Um, I don't know how to roller skate. I'm gonna say favorite sport to play. I'm gonna go baseball. This is the first sport that I learned how to play as a kid. Nice. Uh, what's your favorite scent? Peppermint, pumpkin spice, fresh cut grass, or ocean breeze? I'm gonna go fresh cut grass. See, I want to say fresh cut grass because that's like the most natural. But like, I have bad allergies, so does it make you sneeze? Yeah, I have an. I used to when I was a kid, and it makes my skin itch. Yeah, if I used to roll in it as a kid, I would get my skin would itch. I'm gonna go ahead and say ocean breeze because I like peppermint's cool, but like I, I. I associate peppermint and pumpkin spice with more of like edible shit, but ocean breeze is more of like a scent that I would like to actually kick it in. Yeah. So I'm okay. going to say ocean breeze. Um, which of these makes the best tradit or geez, best seasonal treat, Turkey, pumpkin, everything festive cookies or lot keys. <laughs> I think it's just locks. I think What's it's, pronoun- I think it's pronounced locks. I think it's salmon. Ugh. Hang on, let me. Uh... Yeah, I think it's locks. Only click on Wikipedia; they can never lie. Uh... It's like Michael Scott says: the cool thing about Wikipedia is anybody can go and edit it, so you know you're getting the best information. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's locks. It doesn't. It doesn't tell me how to. Regardless, say it. I'm gonna choose festive cookies. Yeah, same. I like pumpkin spice lattes. I'm I'm basic like that. Turkey's gross. The older I get, the less I like turkey. Um, and I don't like fish, so I don't. Know if that's what that is. I well, like it's actually a lot of. It's mostly potato. It looks like. Uh, yeah, I like potato. It's a. It's like a chowder or a type of potato pancake in the uh, Ashkenazi Jewish cuisine that are traditionally prepared that, to man. celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, but they're basically potato pancakes. Rag Monk Daruni Lock. I, I don't know if it's locks, but I think it is pronounced locks. And I don't know why I always thought there was salmon associated with it, but uh, yeah, shallow fried pancakes of grated or ground potato, matzo meal, or flour, and a binding ingredient such as egg or applesauce, often flavored with grated garlic or onion and seasoning. Oh, there yeah. it is. Top that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Sounds good. I'm not picking it. I picked uh, cookies as well. Anyway. What is uh, some favorite festive attire? Holiday sweater? A sequin dress? Anything all black or a nice hat? I mean, I kind of like anything all black because I tend to wear black hoodies and stuff. Sure. A sequin dress? I mean, depends on the occasion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... I own a holiday sweater. It's really just to wear to work and get laughs. It's got like light up Santa hat on it and stuff. Nice. I don't um, have one. I'm going to go ahead and say a nice hat. I'm a hat guy. Yeah. I'm going to say anything all black just to be different because I do like hats too. You and I both wear hats a lot. That was my second choice was anything all black. So that's that's appropriate. Um, Pick a holiday decoration. A pumpkin, a string of lights, a tree to decorate, or a wreath. I'm going to say lights. String of lights. Nice. 
I'm actually going to say pumpkin because I much prefer Halloween and the fall aesthetic versus and like Halloween's my favorite holiday. Yeah. So I'm going to go with pumpkin. Nice. What's your favorite cold weather activity? Snow sculpting, snowball fight, ice skating, or snuggling up indoors? I'm going to go snowball fight. Those are really fun. They are fun, man. I had a couple good ones with uh, my family growing up. I remember one time we went to the beach during a snowstorm that we had. It was really kind of like just an ice storm. Mm-hmm. But we went out and had a huge snowball fight. It was just an ice ball fight. Yeah. And we were throwing like ice ball that had like gravel and rocks and shit in it <laughs> at each other. Love and family it got fun, pretty bro. Brutal. Yeah, so I'm going to say snowball fight. Um, My favorite wintertime outdoor activity is actually football in the snow. Um, We used to do that a lot when I was a kid. Like just, oh, it's snowing outside? All right meet up at the park we're gonna go play some that. full contact let's go yep. yeah you're out there breaking a sweat breathing hard I used to that. do uh not snowball fights but like at the uh bus stop in the morning in the fifth grade i believe we would uh do pine cone fights we would the at the bus stop we always had umbrellas mm. and we would have lightsaber fights with the umbrellas nice and so my mom would always get pissed because you break like, once a week i'd come home with a broken bent yep. umbrella and she's like, how does this keep happening? I'm like, I don't know. I but we'd be like standing outside waiting for school to start. And we'd be having full-blown, like I'd pull it out like a hilt. And I'd press the button and the whole thing would pop yep. out. Yep. And we'd sit there and fight. Yeah. Yeah. I've done great, that. Great yeah. Um, choose a mode of transportation. Plane, train, automobile, or bicycle? Automobile. I am also a car guy. I'm gonna choose plane just because planes excite me, and mm. it means that I'm going somewhere. Yeah, that is not home, so I'm gonna choose plane. And I think this is the last question. Ten out of ten. Which Star Wars character would you want to spend life day with? We have Darth Vader, Max Rebo. Who, do you know who that is? Google is about to tell me. Uh, Cobb Vanth, who is the uh, the gentleman from Chapter Nine of the Mandalorian, the Marshal. And then we have Leia Organa. Max Rebo was a male Ortolian from Ordo and a popular musician who led the Max Rebo band. He's the blue elephant looking guy, I think, from Jabba's Palace in the band. And that stupid ass band. Yeah. And I'm not kicking with that because that annoying broad would be there. Yeah. Rebo and his band performed for Jabba for ABY. While performing, they were interrupted by the scream of Jabba's slave dancer, Ula, as she was dropped into the hut's rancor pit. Yep. Did you know during the special editions for that, they actually brought that actress back who still looks just as banging as she did back in 1983? Really? And she redid the whole thing and dropped her into the rancor pit so they could actually get her reaction. Um, and apparently those weren't in the original movies. They like re shot those scenes with her, like put her back in full twilight makeup. Oh, and... nice. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. That was kind of cool. So I'm choosing Cobb Vanth <sighs> just because. How do you not choose Cobb Vanth? I mean, Darth Vader's going to. Darth Vader. Timothy Oliphant. Darth yeah. Vader. I have this sketch, he, bro. I mean, he's screwed. Out of... Listen, if it's Darth Vader, if there's one thing the original trilogy taught me is that Darth Vader is not afraid to kill somebody for a good pun. And on no. life and on life day, probably not a good day to hang out with Darth Vader because he'll probably kill you for the irony. So, That's right, I'm gonna hang out with Cobb Vance. That dude looks like he knows how to party. Boom. All right, what did you get? I am celebrating life day on Felucia. <laughs> Me too. Uh, 
Nice. nice. Different answers almost. Different answers, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Turns out everybody's uh, hanging out on I'll read it. So for the adventurous traveler, Felucia offers a rich history, natural beauty, and wildlife best experienced with an expert. Plan an expedition to see the noble jungle Rancor in their natural habitat. So this is the home of the Rancors. I actually How about don't know if I knew no. Um... But yeah, that's cool, man. So but before you go, answer these ten questions, and they'll tell you what Star Wars movie to watch right now. Perfect. I'm gonna run through it right now. Dude. All right, pick a hero: Anakin, Luke, Qui Gon, Mace, Yoda, Rey, Leia, Han Solo, Mon Mothma, Poe Dameron. Oh fuck you! Pick a hero: Rey, cause Raylo. Pick a villain: uh, Is Kylo on here? Kylo. I didn't even read the rest. Pick a stormtrooper: uh, Classic, First Order, Sith, Mud trooper shore trooper clone trooper scout snow executioner trooper or i prefer battle droids i prefer battle droids roger roger wait that's not a battle droid yeah it is i was thinking of the uh the giant guys um those are b2 battle droids or something yeah something the ones that were about to kill uh din on whatever anyway choose the destiny from the galaxy choose the destination from the galaxy glee anselm alderaan coruscant geonosis naboo tatooine jakku canto bite Oh, for the memes. Kajimi and Hoth. Canto bite for the memes. Uh, pick an alien species. Travel. Oh, this is going to tell me to watch a sequel movie. What am I doing? Yeah, it is. Uh, pick an alien species. Travel by your side. Um, Porg, Wookiee, Kowaki and Monkey Lizard, Lothcat, Gungan, uh, Kaminoan. God, Kaminoan. I can't even say that. Uh, Ewok, Hapabor, Rodian. I'd prefer a droid. Let's see. Uh, Wookiee. Why not? Pick a color. Green, blue, red, purple, pink, yellow, orange, black. Orange. What? What's the best Star Wars series? Well, now you're just going to fucking... Oh, series. Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, or Mandalorian? Oh. That's actually tough. I'm not picking Resistance because I haven't really watched it. I know it's that more no, for it's... kids pilot style one. Um, It's between Clone Wars and Mandalorian. Yeah. I'm going to say Mandalorian. I'm going to say Mandalorian. It would be a close second with how the season seven closed out with clone wars for me you don't have to twist my finger to watch any episode of mandalorian with uh, some of the clone wars i have to trudge through i you had to twist my arm off to get me to watch and then it, it took you going dude just watch the last season at least <laughs> yeah. so i'm gonna go mandalorian choose your weapon lightsaber blaster bare hands electro ripper staff my wits quarterstaff the force or i'm a pacifist so quarterstaff or lightsaber but i'm gonna say lightsaber if there was double-sided lightsaber specifically i'd take it but pick a star wars story to read last shot shattered empire leia princess of alderaan queen's peril test of courage darth vader the dark lord of the sith the skywalker saga the rogue one novelization poe dameron free fall the legends of luke skywalker Right. Uh, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. I okay. just found that book today under my bed. Really? I've never read it. No. Choose an outfit. Jedi robes, Alderaan Royalty. This is the last one, by the way. Alderaan Royalty. Chandrillan Chick. Chandrillan Chick. Uh, Hoth Fatigues, Forest Camouflage, Sith Armor, Naboo Gown. Corellian Street Wear, Stormtrooper Armor, Sith Trooper Armor. Where is... The uh, the uh, Padme skin tight white. I want to wear that white Attack of the outfit. Clone. Yeah, I want to wear that drip. white outfit. That's not fair. banging, dude. Natalie Portman's banging. I don't know. I don't know if I'll quite look as good, but I'm gonna say Sith armor. Why not? 
Hell yeah. You should watch Star Wars The Phantom Menace. I did not see that one coming. True. Opposite end. I did not see that coming. I'd watch that. That sounds good. I, the, you know what? I actually was going to watch this yesterday as well. I was going to. So I guess I'm going to turn that bad boy on. You know, yippee. Um, yippee! <laughs> shit, on that note, uh, you think we should wrap it up? I think we should wrap it up, bro. We've been over All two right. hours. Let's wrap it up. Um, do you want to do outro stuff? You want me? Uh, you got anything to add about your comic corner or anything? And then uh, I can sign us off. We said last week we're going to be doing comic corner. We're obviously not doing that. Um, full disclosure, I'm getting a new computer and we're going to be working on my setup in the next week. So we're going to come fully prepared with a beautifully mastered comic corner for next week. And with this new um, computer he is getting, there is a potential that our audio is might sound a little better if Spencer's got this idea of how we might be able to make it work and sound more like we're in the same room together. And if that comes through, oh, ah, we'll be great. Anyway, God, look for Comic Corner for next week. With that being said, God, I, that's that's... I'm going to put that, I'm going to make a sign of that. I'm going to put it behind Is that me. something we say a lot? We have said that more times than you've said 100%. This episode alone, we have said, with that being said, so many times. Okay. Like, I'm going to send you the raw audio of this. I'll send it to you tonight so you can listen to it whenever. And I want you to tally because I don't, you, you do the listening back. I'm the one who just yeah. edits. So you can yeah. you can let me know how many times. Uh, but with that being said, uh, <laughs> as you all have already heard in our little pre-show uh, intro that we put on these bad boys, uh, you already heard, go find us on Instagram, Only Legends Pod. Uh, that's where we post the daily content such as your memes and your facts and your comic strips and your trivia occasionally and other general show information spencer works pretty hard on keeping that stuff up to date and so it'd be great if you guys go over give it a follow put the little hearts on all of the posts he does keep an eye out for those stories also if you want to be you know if you want to contact us in any way you can find us there only legends at gmail.com shoot us a message if you do if you want to say hey if you want to give us a suggestion a question a correction you know, any of the shuns. I mean, we mess up so much, I guarantee there's stuff you guys could correct for us. Um, or if you want to, you know, just uh, just give us a comment of any kind. I mean, we want to hear from you guys. And uh, we'll read it on air if you want. Give us, uh, Tell us your name and where you're listening from so we know who we're talking to. Or if you want to stay anonymous, that's totally cool too. You just, just let us know. Um, if you're listening on Apple, we, we keep saying it. And there, you know, but we can't reiterate it enough. We can't state it enough. Like if you're listening and you're like, Hmm, you know, I really want to support these guys, but I don't really want to spend their money. Tyler's only fans is a little too expensive for me. So why don't we, why don't we figure out a different way? And that way is just scrolling down and clicking that review, man, click on the review, whisper some sweet nothings into our ears, click that five star on the rating. It's going to boost our numbers up to the point where people will see our podcast and they will join this growing community we have we want we want to get this community massive we want as many people as we can um so yeah i mean find us on apple find us you know i have another podcast if you're listening to this one now if you haven't fallen asleep or you haven't given up on us if i haven't pissed you off enough as it is i can piss you off in other ways and other topics it's another podcast called psych with travis and tyler uh it's on whatever platform you're listening to us on currently um, S I I I K E exclamation mark with Travis and Tyler. Go, go check us out on that until then rebels 
Godspeed. We will see you in seven days. We hope you guys have a great week. We're going back into our frozen carbonite stasis. Uh, until, until the next time. Breezy. Mm.